Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the Scientific Coaching Podcast. We do apologize for missing last week, and that falls on me. I had injured my back, and I will tell you right here and right now, there was no way I could have done this show. There was absolutely no way I could have done what was required of me to do it. So I do apologize for that, but we're back this week. We've got a pretty good show, I think, coming out for you. Season 3, episode 36, last episode of the season. Josh, don't you dare challenge that. I will challenge it. We're going to start off with some news that we would have talked about last week, most certainly, but as already mentioned, it has uh, had our reasons. Uh, West Virginia head basketball coach Bob Poggins, uh, he said some things on Cincinnati radio that I will not repeat, uh, but if you want to know what he said, it's been reported a million times. Uh, So, guys, I'm going to start with Darren on this one first. What... What was your reaction before we get to the punishment of, of the actual events? Like what I, I know what you texted me, mm-hmm. but I want you to like what was going through your mind when you saw that? Because I, I mean, I, you know. initially it was like, OK, well, this is a I, it, it came. The first I saw of it was from Twitter and the the that's the obvious problem right off the bat is it's Twitter. So what do you believe? Um there was nothing else reported on at the time. And it was this, it was this very uh, account with, I don't know, very few followers in in the grand scheme of things. Um, And I was like, okay, well, this sounds like a frame job initially, obviously. Um, Because there's no audio, there's nothing else to, to back him up. It was just this guy saying words on boat app. And then the audio releases. So then you hear the audio. Now, this in no way excuses anything that happened, but you get you get the feeling from the audio that they were baiting it. They knew exactly what was coming, and they because they were very hard into the oh come on tell us what you said or you, th-, you know what I mean. Uh, but that in no way excuses saying it. Like you took the dang bait, um, and then of course he said the said it. I think he said it twice. Um, yeah, he said it. He said one word, and then he clarified yeah. and used another word to describe said other word. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's two problems. You're you're uh, effective. You're you're saying uh, poor things about a poorly choice words against a religious group, and you're also uh, saying very poorly choice the chosen words of a minority group. Uh, to put it very vaguely at that. Um, neither are okay. Simple as that. Especially not when you're representing a university that is the cornerstone of its state. Uh, you don't do that. Um, at all. A university, a university, for that matter, that has prided itself on being very inclusive. Yes. One of, hey, one of y'all text me and tell me what he said, because I can't find it for some freaking reason. Because because yeah. I don't remember because my memory's horrible. I would greatly appreciate it. I'll find it. Uh, uh, I'll get it. Yep. Let's see here. Yep. Uh, in, in oh, I should clarify in. in. Mm. Uh, oop. 
Okay, I should not laugh. Yeah, you should not be laughing at that. Um. <laughs> so yeah, not not cool in any regard. Um. Now, initially, again, I was like, but before before clarification, I was hearing it, and I was like, I, I mean, I know what the what the allegation is, and I. I don't know if I'm hearing it because I was told to hear it. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, like I had to, I had to resolve some possibility that something was taken out of context as much as I didn't want to believe it. And then of course, Huggins himself comes out immediately and says, yeah, I said bad word, not good thing. Uh, and then of course that solidifies all doubt at that point. Um, there, long story short, there's just no excuse for it. Pretty much, and, and look, I, I'm with you. I, I, like, what, what? Who is this guy saying it? Why are you listening to this mm-hmm. mid, midday radio show? Like, like that gets like 15 year listeners. Like, why are you listening? But, and look, you're right. I said, I, I think I said this to you that I was the one that pointed out that I thought they were baiting him in. Is mm-hmm. that? Did you say that on your own? Or is it, I know I said. Um, it, I, think. I think you'd said it, but I, I think you yeah. said it first. I was thinking it to myself, but I didn't say that. I think you right. were the first one that, that said it. Right. That it might yeah. be the case. Yeah, because it definitely sounded like. And look, you're right. It doesn't. It doesn't excuse anything. But at the same time, you as a host, yes, you know your audience. And look, he cuts Cincinnati. They mm-hmm. hate Xavier. So if you've got a, a station that. For all I know, this station was is the flagship of the University of Cincinnati Radio Network, and they may be playing up the anti-Xavier thing. I don't know. But it almost sounded like they really went hard with the, hey, you coach to Cincinnati. How about we trash some Xavier fans while we got you here? Mm-hmm. And, you, and that, that to me, like if I'm the radio, uh, I'm, if I'm on the radio station, I did that, I'm calling people in my office and go, one more time, you're going to be suspended for this. I know we want ratings, but we also don't want to be calling out like half our audience, okay? Yeah. No. This is a two college town. Don't do that again. So, and, and there's a you difference between that. lighthearted banter between rivals and right. things like that, regard, you know? Exactly. I mean, what's, to me, now, what's the difference between a, 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 in terms of the grand scheme of things, a radio host baiting someone to do that? What's the difference between that and the Al- and the Alabama fan who poisoned tumors oaks at Auburn calling in and bragging about them? There is none. It's over the line either way. Mm-hmm. And then, like, oh, and they'll go, oh, well, we, you know, we were just ripping around them. Like, no, that's the same thing as the guy going when we called in a Paul Feinbaum and bragged about it. And Paul Feinbaum goes, won't that show me? Like, do you think I care? That's, that, there's nothing different. Mhm. 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 I love college athletics, but sometimes people go really too. F- it pisses me off. Rightfully so. so. I mean, yeah, I make backhanded, I make backhanded shots at teams I don't like too, but I don't say them <laughs> in public. Yeah, and, and and definitely not things of that regard. Not that I believe you think things of that regard. No, uh, and you know, uh, but definitely not to that. I, I think what I think the the incident that they're referring to uh, when Xavier fans threw something on the floor, we've seen Bills fans do that against the Patriots, and I made back end comments comments about the Bills. Mm-hmm. But 
I didn't say it publicly. I, I don't go that far to call them what Huggins called them. I just call them idiots. Yeah. Which, to be fair, most you know, most people in Buffalo probably are. We just got canceled well, I, in Buffalo. We got like, wait up, we get canceled. Holy crap. <laughs> Damn it. Ah, just well, when we got a foothold. I mean, to be fair, it is New York, and they're, well. <laughs> this show was just starting to get a foothold in New York. Yeah. We done, bo- we done botched it, you know. Yeah, we did. In the bo- world uh, of SpongeBob, soiled it. Soiled it. They'll be all right. They'll, they'll live. <laughs> they'll, they'll bust through another couple tables. It's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll be fine. They'll probably go through. How many do you think they go through in an average podcast? They listen to oh, us? man. <laughs> Ten thousand tables later. <laughs> Jeez. All right, so Josh, since we're the only one that hasn't chimed in here yet, what do you think? Before we get to the punishments. So, I don't know. It just, I feel like I need more context behind it. Or okay, that's, I, that's that's fair. That's fair. Because, uh, but see, I don't know. It just—it's interesting. I'll leave uh, with that. All right. So here's the punishments, uh, and there are several of them. First three regular season games he is suspended for. His contract will be amended from a multi-year agreement to a year-by-year agreement that will that began on May 10th and will end on April 30th, 2024. His amended salary uh, takes it down from $4.2 million to $3.2 million. The million-dollar salary reduction is believed to be one of the biggest in college athletics. Uh, the school, really? Oh, a uh, million oh, is the – wow. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's a bit surprising. Yeah, really. Uh, school said it will partner with the university's LGBTQ plus centers to develop annual training sessions that will address all aspects of inequality – Putting homophobia, homophobia, transphobia, sexism, ableism, and more. This training in the program will require their coach targets and all current and future athletics coaching staff. Uh, the university will be required to meet with leadership in the university's Caruth Center, which I'm assuming is the LGBTQ Center. I'm not that familiar with say? What did you say there? The Caruth Center. The Caruth Center is generally like just the mental health services center. Okay. So like okay. students can actually get uh, like 10 or 15 free sessions a school year or a semester, one of the two, um, to actually have like counseling services to, to the Caruth okay. Center. Okay, I got you. All right. So That's 50. W- so with that, uh, the question then becomes too little, too much, or just right? Uh, I mean, not gonna lie. When I saw it immediately, when when it was confirmed that it happened, when Huggins himself confirmed it, I immediately thought he's gone. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, whether, uh, yeah, I immediately thought he was gone. So, frankly, I think he got off. Uh, he he should be lucky that that's all he got. I I I. That's what I will say. Because in most other scenarios, you're probably Gonzo. I mean, if he's not as successful and the star that he, I mean, let's just think about this for a second. Bob Huggins is the highest paid employee in the state of West Virginia. Yeah, that's gets funny. paid more than the governor. Gets paid more than the head football coach WVU. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's I not, mean, that's not normal for a basketball coach to have that. That's not. Yeah, that's reserved for the football coach in most in most instances. Generally, well, yeah. but so, I mean, look at our football coach, though. True. Yeah. With yeah, that's exactly the point. Generally, in another in another in any other scenario, the the head football coach would be, but. So let's just so when you when you apply this when you apply logic to this you can't use the general basketball coach's uh, logic which is get him out of here. Mm-hmm. You have to think about a football coach. There are some football coaches that can get away with murder. Nick He's Saban. that in basketball. Like so, yes, if he was a regular basketball coach, or certainly a less successful one, as in hadn't become the winningest active head coach in the country. He was gone mm-hmm. because he's done all this. He kept his job. Mm-hmm. That's the exact reason. And 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 to add to that, there's also the probable belief, whether it's outspoken or not, that he's probably going to call it quits on his own in the near future. Anyway, I mean, he's he he's not a young man anymore. No, he's not. He's 69, and not only that, but the last contract he signed, the one that got amended. Had has a stipulation in it, or not stipulation, a section in it that basically has it has the word emeritus in it. So they're already thinking about when he retires. Mm-hmm. When he retires, he becomes a, a, the head coach emeritus within the within the athletic department. So the fact that you're already thinking about that and have it written in this contract pretty much tells you they're looking at this being the last year or two, maybe three of his career. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean, emeritus? Basically, it's an honorable title. It's like they would give it to uh, like retired professors as well, like that don't teach, but they give them an honorable title in the university. Like uh, one of them, for example, in the biology department is uh, Professor Cliff Bishop. He retired recently, but they gave him the emeritus professor title um, within the department. Oh, okay. So it's, it's pretty much saying, honorable. Yeah, it's pretty much saying you gave so much, so many years of service to the university and to academia in general, or in this case, basketball in general. You're not just going to retire. We're going to give you a nice fancy title. That's basically mm-hmm. what oh. it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much a, a title of honor. You shall I don't, honor I'm me. Sure, I'm sure it means something in Latin. Do-do-do-do. Uh, um, yeah, it says of the form uh, having retired but allowed to attain their title as an honor. So he so will always be, a... be Coach Huggins. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. Kind of like, kind of like yeah. Coach Spangler. Effectively. Makes sense. Yeah, I can't find any official title. Though I'd be curious to find out what it does mean. Like, what the outcome that is. I mean, it, I'm just it, happy it, he didn't that... lose his job. If that's the definition we came up for for that word without having, as in we came up with that word for that title, pretty impressive. Wait, I'm just happy the, he didn't lose his job. <laughs> uh, the adjective is a loaned borrowing from the Latin having, well, emeritus, having been earned, having been merited, having mm. been served, having done one's service. Okay, that, yeah, basically. All right. All right. Oh, we're going to be put back to the grammar department, too. Uh, but yeah, I, I look. I'm obviously my goal is to win. My objective as a fan is to see the team win. So 
I'm happy he kept his job. I was telling Dan, I said, if they were going to suspend him, some people would say suspend him for the whole season. I'm like, um, how about 10 games? Like, any more than 10, I think, would have been overkill. Personally. Yeah, it would have been. I'm, I, I'm overjoyed with three, but I would have, I would have accepted 10. But I also think if you got the 10, then they wouldn't have cut his contract. I think having the ability to cut his contract, I'm like, okay, we'll lower it to three. Yeah. Now, on to coaches that did lose their job. In the NBA, uh, which we never talk about, but I want, I want to rail on the NBA for this because I'm tired <laughs> of coaches being fired for no good reason. The Bucks fired Mike Budenholzer, who took him to the NBA Finals, won a championship. Doc Rivers, a championship coach in his own right, was fired from the 76ers after their team lost in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the Phoenix Suns have fired, uh, I believe his name was Mike Williams, I think. Uh, let's see. Uh, Phoenix Suns. So, like, why? Coach. So, how come they fired everybody? Were they just not performing? Well, yep. that's the problem. They performed. By taking their teams deep into the playoffs, and the Milwaukee Bucks being the the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks being the the top of the, the literal number one team in the league, um, that's that's the consistency here is that all of these coaches were fired after having consistently consistently good performance and taking their team steps into the playoffs. Right, like okay. the Suns were in the conference finals two years mm-hmm. ago, the NBA yeah. finals two years ago. And the against the Bucks, I think, and then Doc Rivers has a championship pedigree, and because they lost in Game Seven to the Celtics, they said beat it. I'm like, um, mm-hmm. what makes you think you have the right to do that? Yeah, you can fire him, but you're not going to get anyone better. Mm-hmm. They basically just threw the pooch. Effectively, I mean, without me knowing that much about a lot of the things in the NBA, I understand. I, like, I know these names enough to know that they're not small-time names, and they know what they're doing. And clearly, consistently, at least, especially in the in the past few years, they have been making the moves. I mean, hell, the Seventy Sixers grabbed Josh uh, James Harden, and I, it, without knowing anything else, I knew that he was a name to grab. See, a lot yeah. of people think that the see the guy who had James Harden in Houston, Daryl Morey, is the GM in Philadelphia. A lot of people think he's going to get the band back together and get Mike D'Antoni, who was the head coach in Houston, under that really brought James Harden out there. And Kendrick Perkins was on PTI last night. He basically said, "What have they What have they done together? All they did was score a lot of points and win a bunch of games. They didn't win playoff games. What the hell have they done together?" And I'm like, thank you. Someone says it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, and look, I'm not like, look, I'm of the belief that half players in the NBA don't need or listen to or respect coaches. I truly believe that. But for the other ones who do, it's like, if you've built up a resume enough to where you are, like, you have taken your team to multiple championships or this team recently to a championship or a championship series, you have earned the right not to be fired. Oh, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I've said it once and I will say it again. I've said it on this show and I've said it in private conversation. I hate 
the way sports is become. I hate it. It's an instant gratification seeking, not comfortable with what you have, highlight watching only, didn't bother to watch the damn game thing. And it's effectively it become off. too long didn't weed. That's basically what it is. And it pisses me off. Like, oh, my team didn't win a championship this year. This is a failure. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. If the team is good, it's not a failure. That is true. Mm-hmm. Missing, uh, I'll give you an example. If the Penguins had made the Eastern Conference final and lost in seven games, that would not be a failure. Missing no. the playoffs is a failure. Yep. If you're in, you are not a failure. I don't mm-hmm. care what anyone says. That's yeah, why, that like, when, like, like that's what I mean. That's kind of like what I was telling y'all the other day. Like, I don't care if Pittsburgh wins the Super Bowl. I just want to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, like so, I mean, like my Yankees. Yes, of course, I want them to win the pennant. But I'm gonna be happy if they make it to the playoffs because you know we're like. Yeah, One of it the means best, they like, had, what, eight teams or something yeah. like that? I don't remember. If you it have it any means they had a chance. It right. means they had a legitimate shot at a title. The Patriots made the playoffs basically every damn year while Tom Brady was at the helm, minus, what, one. There was And the, he, that was the year he was injured? Right? Yeah, was he that, was near yeah. 2008. And even then, they still had a winning record. But when they made it, you make the playoffs, you have a shot at the title. You're obviously not going to win it every damn year. And no. th- th- if you don't, if you as a fan don't understand that, that's on you. Last year's Braves won 101 games. Mm-hmm. Lost in four games to the Phillies in the division in the NLDS. Did it hurt? Yeah, I hate the Phillies. With a passion. But you know what? The Braves won the division. And they won the World Series the previous year. I was good. Because mm-hmm. I know how hard it is to win the World Series, let alone win the World Series two years in a row. It's really hard. Yeah. I mean, you get the Red Sox in, what, 16? And they've effectively been, who who knows, since then. 18. Sucks. Yeah, that's right. 18. That's right. 18. I was literally sitting in my, I mean, I guess even I'll give you the Cubs the same way, but the, the yeah. socks, I was, yeah, I was sitting in my Morgan, uh, apartment in Morgantown. So yeah, the 18 is the, but either way. Yeah. You, they, that's happened. And effectively you heard nothing of, of note from either of them. Right. The Cubs fell off the face of the earth, traded everyone away when they yeah. got a chance. And the Red Sox keep spending money and keep not getting what they want out of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just, I, I, I really, I'm not there every day. And so I guess in some ways me calling out these organizations for doing that isn't really, I shouldn't be doing it. But at the same time, I, I truly believe that consistency is the key to success. Mm-hmm. Don't change stuff that's not broken. Yeah. You can't win it every year. And firing a head coach is not going to solve anyone's problems. In fact, it means you're going to have to start things over and do it again. See, Everton. I mean, it's it's just like how, like, everybody wants Mike Tomlin's head every year. Like, a lot of Pittsburgh fans think that we should be in at least, like, the AFC Championship game or the divisional round every year. 
But if I, I feel like if we got rid of Mike Tomlin, I don't think we'd be good for a few years. Exactly. But I mean, if Mike Tomlin got fired today, you would have pretty much, unless you hired someone exactly like him, you would have to spend the next few years retooling the roster based on the head <clears throat> coach's preference in terms of how he wants to run the team, who his coordinators are. You would spend a year at least, at least retooling it and it would be a lost year. Yep, exactly. Every time someone fires someone, you can consider yourself having a lost year. Every single time. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why every time we, we're, if we're playing the schedule game, for example, if there's a first-year head coach, you immediately are betting against them. I just remember back in uh, 2020, this podcast, I screamed and pitched and yelled about don't trust Dave Aranda at Baylor. Mm-hmm. And what yeah. happened? I was right. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, he turned that thing around, but that first year, I'm like, he's a first-time head coach walking into a major conference in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, I'm not taking this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everyone else was like, oh, he's going to go great. I'm like, maybe, but not now. Yeah. It just, like, I mean, that's, I mean, that, that, that's what always burns me is that all because Pittsburgh doesn't make the playoffs. They're like, oh, well, time to get rid of them. Like, no, no. The same we, thing we, we've never had a losing season under Mike Tomlin. So, the Patriots yeah. have had a losing season under Bill Belichick, but my God, he's won six Super Bowls. He's earned the right to retire when he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Patriots, which I kind of wonder when old Bill will retire. Oh, In the man. words of him, I ain't thinking about that right now. We'll just hit a win games. I mean, he's he's not wrong. I don't think he has thought about it. I doubt it. I I, the only the only thing I can think of is I think he's grooming his son to be the next head coach. Probably, or his son or Gerard Mayo be the next head coach of the Patriots. If Gerard Mayo leaves, it becomes Steve Belichick. If Gerard Mayo stays, he's the next head coach of the Patriots. And here's the thing, the way the NFL is going, you wouldn't have to do anything because it would be a minority hire. They'd probably go like, hey, just introduce him today. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Sport, the conclusion here is that most sports fans that aren't named me are dumb. <laughs> and the organizations they root for are dumb. In the words of the meme, everybody but me is an idiot. Yes. <laughs> Uh, or or what or would it be fly bulldogs fly this year? Good question. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very valid question. What what uh, waddle bulldogs waddle? I don't know. They kind of more of a waddle pant, than they. Pant bulldogs <laughs> pant. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh okay. Uh, <clears throat> hey. Call it now. Eagles versus Steelers Super Bowl. Gosh. A battle of PA. You know where the Super Bowl is this year, right? No. Where? I think it's in Las Vegas. Oh. Interesting. No. I well, I just think. I just hope they grease their light poles <laughs> and bolt everything down that can be bolted down. Uh, yeah, the Super Bowl. Uh, where will it be played? I just want to know where they're going to play the damn game. 
Uh, Atlanta. Nope, Allegiant Stadium, Paradise, Nevada, so Las Vegas. Nice. <clears throat> On CBS, you can catch it this year. Nice. Tony, so imagine Finally. Tony. Tony Romo will have a freaking stroke over having the Battle of Pennsylvania in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Eagles versus Steelers. It'd be a good game. I am predisposition to not have the Bills and or the Eagles in this game. So, okay, okay find it. Eagles versus Bills for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Just, I honestly, just, I, I, I'm honest with you, I wouldn't watch it. I, really I know you would. I would. I would root for. The, I, I'd probably root for the Bills. The team I have no problem with. The fans I have a major problem with. The Eagles team I have a problem with, and the fans I have an even bigger problem with. So I have three problems, and I'm not going for a fourth. <laughs> Fair enough. Now. Speaking of problems, as in they don't have any, WDU baseball has no problems right now. They're in the top 10 of the country, and they mm-hmm. can win the Big 12 regular season championship with one win out of three this weekend against Texas Longhorns. <laughs> and so, one fellas, of them is right now. Fellas, we've said this before, but I will say it again. Baseball school. Yep, b- baseball school. No, it's definitely a hockey school. True, yeah. Yeah, it's it's... It's it's a rifle school among anything else, I guess. If I'm gonna yeah, be honest. yeah. So, what what? I'll ask the alumni first because I have to. What's it like seeing this team? in the did you ever think you see it? West Virginia baseball in the top ten, or quite frankly, did you ever think you see the U team in the top ten in any sport not named rifle again? No, not not at all. Um, I mean, you know, we we've we've known for for quite a few years that baseball was in the heading in the right direction, and they've they they took their level of aggression that we've seen them push, especially in terms of they like to steal, um, but they also like to hit some dingers. Hey, use the word. Learn <laughs> uh, uh, but they it's it's just exciting because they have they have unleashed a fire in this fan base that none of us have seen in quite a while. They really have. They've they've broken program the program record uh for total attendance. They've beaten a single season a single game attendance record. Multiple and, times over. Yeah, and they've got uh, be, on uh, by default on average the the best average season or average attendance per game across the season. And if that's not like if that's if if this isn't the best season WVU's ever had as, as a baseball team, then I don't know what is. Um, they're one win away from their first Big Twelve regular season title. One win. They need one of three wins to this weekend, and it's theirs. Never I mean, thought I'd be saying that. Cool, that's, yeah. actually, that's actually pretty cool. It never thought I'd be saying that. But Maisie's got Maisie's got a ridiculously talented and young team, mind you. This team is young. 
Um, they've got the top hitter in the entire nation in JJ Weatherholt. He's like What's he numbered, up to now, like four sixty something. Four sixty six. Yeah. He he came in the last weekend with a four sixty three, and he still improved on it. <laughs> I think he this, was eight of sixteen for the weekend. This so, guy, though, this guy, he he's in That's the top impressive. ten in he's in the top ten in bases stolen. He's number two in total hits. He's num he's top ten in on base percentage. He's um he I don't I don't I don't know where he ranks in home runs, but it's it's not top. 10. Um. Probably in the top twenty. I think he's got fifteen homos. So and number one's got twenty seven from Florida, which is is gapped between even number two. He that guy's on file. This team is already the best in school history. Yeah. It has set a program record for wins. They are mm-hmm. thirty nine and thirteen this year. The previous record for wins was twenty nineteen. It was thirty eight and twenty two. Yeah. And that was Manoa's year. That was the year we saw that game and they obliterated then ranked Oklahoma. 12 to 4, what a great day it was. Yeah. Always fun when you blow away to rank team. And uh, always fun when you beat Oklahoma. Absolutely. We're not used and, to it, but it was fun. And they I mean, this one win will put them at 40 wins. That's crazy. And, and let's, 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 let's go ahead and point this out, too. They are probably going to host a regional. Mm-hmm. They, and if they win that and they're in the top eight in the country, they're hosting a super regional. Oh, for sure. Which means the road to Omaha goes through Morgantown, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Out of all places. Out of all places, right? It's crazy. But first stop, Big 12. Yo, Take oh, that yeah. Big 12 let, title. Let, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, not, let's not act like we've, we've gotten the bag. I mean, if you, yeah. if you mess yourself in, in, in the Big 12 yeah. tournament. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, even yeah. then, so... A couple weeks ago, at the t- at the at the time of them saying it, there were three series remaining in the Big Twelve for WVU, um, and at the time of them saying it, they needed to win two of three. They have won two of those three to pretty much guarantee they were hosting a regional. Um, all the all the AD and and Co have to do is is put in their bid, which they've already done uh, last weekend, talking with the uh, associate AD or whatever, uh, talking about it. Uh, Which, that was an interesting thing in its own, hearing him say that you actually have to put in a bid and you have to justify it. You have to be like, here's our record. Here's the money we can bring in because you know damn well that Mountaineer fans are going to be pouring in in droves to see this. Um, Plus all the all the hotel and all the just general stuff. They had to, they have to resolve hotels in advance, even if they don't know that they're going to get it uh, to guarantee that teams will have a place. Um, obviously the logistics are insane. And they, I just never thought about it until he sat there during the game, during the broadcast last week and just laid it out. See the fact that you were, I mean, you're, you, you, you watch college athletics, but you, you've actually been watching this team. I have been actively watching. Yeah, I have been paying attention. To, I have been refreshing. Have been watching baseball. Yeah. I have been religiously refreshing the Twitter feeds when a game is going on if I know I can't watch it. Because <laughs> I know they update it. Okay, I just had to bring this up. Uh, you said uh, JJ's at 466 now? Yes. That's third in the his- in school history for batting average in the season. 
Wow. So so what's so I want to know this. What what type of have we broken any like national records? No. Except being the most fun team in the country. <laughs> no, that's the Savannah Bananas. No, that's not baseball. That's an abomination is what that is. I like it. They they're they're um I mean they're interesting, if nothing else. I like the Savannah Bananas. I really hope they come to. <laughs> I, I really hope they come come to Annapolis and play the Cannonballers. Yeah. Did they actually come to West Virginia? Yeah, they not? were in Charleston about a, about yeah. a month or so ago. Yeah. Huh. Playing the Charleston Dirty Birds. Ah, yeah, that's right. The West Virginia Power. The team who can't the decide what their name is. Huh? The Charleston Freaking Alley Cats. When the hell are they? When the hell are they called that? Before they were the Power. Oh, okay. See you on. They were playing at Watt Powell Park across from the uh, across from the CAMC Hospital next to the train tracks. Yep, they that's right. I, I, I remember when that got torn down. My grandpa showed me that. I heard one time that there was a uh, ball that got. Uh, that found its way into a loaded coal train and proceeded to go wherever the train was going. That's <laughs> cool. Hey, no, that... there's, the, there's the longest home run because it's going to Newport News. We'll be, we'll be there in three days. Yeah. That's actually kind of cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. I don't know. I just hope all this good luck with our baseball team translates into... Good luck to our our uh, football team this year, but I we can only hope. Yeah, no. Now, boys, I got a pop quiz for you. Who has since JJ Weatherhold is not number one? Although I'm kind of surprised by this, although I'm looking right at it. Who is the highest? Who has the record for the highest batting average in WVU history? Minimum seventy five at bats. Uh. Well, considering I know basically no other than you, and I, I could not tell you. I, I didn't even know this guy until I looked at it. I know Josh doesn't know. I'll just go ahead and tell you. I just want to. I just want to make you two sweat. It's uh, Herb Stewart from 1935. Jesus Christ! He batted 494. <laughs> Almost 100 years ago. In 79 at bats, he had 39 hits, and second, also in the 1935 Mountaineers. Was uh, Herbert Bay Barnum, who batted four sixty seven, had thirty five hits and seventy five at bats. Yeah. So another good weekend, and and JJ moves up just right off the right right there. Yeah, if he, if he goes, if he, does, if he doesn't mess himself. I mean, if he goes off, he could conceivably make that big jump. But mm-hmm. uh, but yes, now I gotta know how good that thirty nine team was, that thirty five team, because it sounds like they got you got two guys who were hitting like that. You kind of gotta be good, right? The 1935 Mountaineers went a hole of nine and nine. Hmm. <laughs> wait, what was their record? Nine and nine. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Oh, wait, wait, what? Okay, they went 18 and nine, apparently. How'd that get okay. messed up? Uh, <clears throat> either way, it's not as good as I thought it would be. Opponents on the schedule Ohio, Salem, Davis and Elkins, Virginia, Georgetown, George Washington, Fairmont State. The Pittsburgh Collegians, St. Vincent, the Ohio State, Duquesne, and Davis and Elkins, and especially WVU alumni game, which they promptly lost seven to six. They lost to the old timers. 
<laughs> That's actually horrible. It's not as bad as the first WVU football game. Oh, really? The first WVU football game in 1995, they lost to Washington and Jefferson University 72 nothing. So I so I guess we're trying to be like the very first first football team now. I guess. I mean, I'm glad that Neil Brown takes history uh, history of the program seriously, but not that history. Let's go back. To, <laughs> let's go back to winning New Year's Six bowls. How about it? Yeah. Uh, we won't see a good bowl game for twenty years. Speaking of bowl games, the Big Twelve got the Independence Bowl. Yeah, because that was BYU's at the tie in one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So by virtue of BYU showing up, they get that. You did being independent. You can actually make a contact with the bowl yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had no clue. Navy does. Army and Navy do that all the time. I think Air Force does too to an extent. Usually it's like the Armed Forces or Military Bowl, but sometimes it's yeah. not. Now, speaking of history, uh, this past two weeks, uh, well, last week and this week, Josh, they, they've been kind of – if you like history and NASCAR, you like the last two weeks. Right? <clears throat> Darlington throwback and then the all-star race at North Wilkesboro. Yes. Now, for those of us who may or may not know about North Wilkesboro Speedway, I'm not naming names. Uh, why, don't you go, Junior. why don't you go ahead and enlighten us there, Josh, as to why North Wilkesboro matters <clears throat> that they're racing here this weekend. Well, other than Darren, none of us was born yet. Well, wait. When? What, what's what's your birthday, Lucas? August ninety six. I need I need to know a date. Sixteen. Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, y'all tick chat real fast. <laughs> <laughs> if I find out I was born when they before they did, I'm gonna feel so damn old. <laughs> I must be young to feel this damn old. Uh, hold, on, uh, hold on, hold on, That's an that's an A plus Garth reference, guys. <laughs> yeah, that is a that is A uh, I always like to use the old Toby Keith. I ain't as good as I and once I was. Okay, so the last. Okay, so the last race at. <laughs> At uh, Wiltsboro, won by Mr. Jeff Gordon, and Del Senior finished in second, uh, was September 29th, 1996. Holy shit. <laughs> you were 14 days old. September 29th? Yeah. I was born in August. Oh, okay, fine then. You was a month and 14 days old. 16, I was a month and 13 days old. Whatever. I'm tired of doing that. I am not good at math right now. Uh. Anyways, so, so basically, okay, so okay, so fine. We was all we was all alive when the last race happened, but we was all shitting ourselves and laughing about it. I wasn't. I wasn't allowed to cry my first year, so I was. I was. I got everything I wanted. Wait. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair yeah, uh, so my first year, I basically was, like, working with – I didn't have my – what they call the big fix, like, building my pulmonary artery until uh, 13 months. So my first year, every time I cried, 
oxygen got deprived from my, from my brain. And so basically I was shut up as soon as they could. I didn't even know that that, that was, I didn't even know that's how that worked. Let's just, yeah. Okay. So I, I really wanted to say something I, fucked up. I mean, but I'm going to be nice, but it was really funny. That's at least that's at, wild. At, at least to me it was, but I'm oh, also God. an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but but anyway. I mean but I mean things in like good fun because I know you do. I know you do I'm a broken man I know that <laughs> no 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 I was say so that's like what's wrong with your head you've been deprived of us that is really good I feel like you're gonna smack the hell but next time you see me I may just push one of the track of my train comes <laughs> hey, you'd be doing the world and, a favor anyway and you die so. Now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anywho, um, so yeah, the last race there was 1996. <clears throat> 23 years ago, if my math is correct, or 33 years ago, I don't know. It's a, it's a number. Oh, it's yeah. a number. My brain ain't working. But yes, yeah, so it's the first time there's been a NASCAR Cup Series event there, and also the Truck Series will be there as well. And the last time they was there was the day before that. So. September 28th, 1996. Um, thanks to the, the probably the most famous driver in NASCAR history, um, Dell Jr. brought it back to life racing, and then it kind of led one thing to another. And, uh, yeah, I, I it's SMI. Yeah, SMI. Yeah, SMI owns it. And, and, and S, SMI brought it back to life. Yeah, I was I was watching a documentary on 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 North Wilkesboro Monday. Yes, yeah, yeah. and no, it couldn't have been Monday. It was Tuesday, uh, and but they were talking about how things were happening. Basically, after North Wilkesboro is like a like a five eight mile track in the middle of North Carolina, about in the middle of nowhere, and in a modern nationwide NASCAR, it really didn't fit. So they were just like. Okay, well, we don't want to race you anymore. We're moving on. No one bothered to try to do anything with it. And it just kind of sat there rotting. And Dale Jr., knowing, being the Lost Speedway guy that he is, literally has a TV show called Lost Speedway, which I highly recommend. Uh, but he just wanted it to be, brought, to be brought back so he could... He wanted just basically the permission to clear the weeds out of the asphalt so they could <clears throat> scan it for eye racing. And then that it just one thing led to another, and when the infrastructure bill got uh got signed, North Carolina appropriated like eighteen million dollars to get in the track to racing condition, and NASCAR said, okay, well, let's go. So the anniversary of NASCAR, let's race on one of the old tracks, and here we are at the All Star race, and th- this is going to be as much of a throwback. To <laughs> what NASCAR was as has ever been, at least for a while. I'm excited about it. I really am. I can't wait to watch the race on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Um, so, so just to add a little bit more than that, um, whenever when the American Rescue Plan was dished out, and North Carolina received 5.7 billion. And Roy Cooper, the governor of North Carolina, uh, he gave uh, forty-five 
for the North Carolina racetracks. Thirty million of that went to Charlotte, Rockingham, and North North Wilkesboro, and that really got the game like everything moving and like. I mean, I'm not actually, sure. Are they actually doing something with Rockingham? Yeah, Rockingham got repaved. Oh, sweet! And Let's go back there. Ah, uh, there might be a possibility of that. I've heard rumblings, but I, I don't know. It's that. just I like Rockingham. I've seen some uh, races from there. I maintain, I maintain what I have said for as long as you and I talked about racing. I don't believe that a national touring circuit should go to a track more than one time a year. As, far, mean, as, as far as I'm concerned, doing having more tracks that can host NASCAR events means less double track means, means less two times you go to a track. That I'm now, all for that, and I I, I know what you're going to say, <clears throat> even Daytona. Daytona starts it, and we don't go back until February. I know it's controversial, but I stand by it. See, the only tracks I think we should go back to, and I'm going to leave two of them off this list for a reason. Daytona, Alladega, Martinsville, and hmm, I think there's another track that I like. That I like, and Kansas. I really like Kansas Speedway. That 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 place puts on some great races. Martinsville um, is my favorite racetrack. So which one does the Brickyard? Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Nah, that's right. Um, the reason why now, okay, if you notice, I left out Charlotte and Bristol. <clears throat> yes, they go to that place twice. They go to each twice, but each are a different event. Because you got the dirt race in the spring, and you got the concrete race for Bristol in the fall. It's the Rumble, Charlotte. Yeah, and then, and then for Charlotte, you got the the. the <clears throat> The, the, the 600, which I'm going to uh, next next weekend. Um, since I got invited by a very wealthy person that owns something there. He owns a suite or something like that, and I got invited. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, shit, take the advantage, of course. The the power of Model Train. <laughs> the, the, the power of Model Trains. I was wondering how the <laughs> hell you got that invitation. Uh, so long story short, this guy uh, has a train club over in Charlotte. It's right, it's right off Wilkinson. And um, he, one of the other guys was saying how he met Tim, which is the owner. <clears throat> and he met him, like he, Tim invited the other guy to a NASCAR race, stuff like that, in the suite and all that stuff. My eyes lit up like a Christmas tree. I was like, what? <laughs> Pretty sure a little bit of drool came in my mouth. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, I love NASCAR. It's like one of my favorite sports. And he's like, well, we'll come on for this time. I'm like, really? So, <laughs> That's the equivalent of me going up to a, like a steam crew and then saying, get in the cab and open the throttle. Mm-hmm. You probably shit yourself. And then we'd be running <laughs> like 80 miles an hour. Well, I, uh, well, be- I mean, well, I mean, if you if you would run the stay. You probably do eight miles an hour. And my, there's the thing, I'd run every bit of steam in that boiler blow on the whistle. <laughs> We'd be stopped. Be like, yeah. you can't go anywhere. He, yeah. he, blew, out, he blew all the steam pressure blowing the whistle. <laughs> yeah, I can see you doing that. <laughs> but, so yeah, I got invited to Coachella 600. I'm going to make sure I can go Tuesday because I'll go back to the layout Tuesday because I was in Roanoke this past Tuesday, so I couldn't go. And if he says yes, then your boy's going to the six hundred. It be it will be my second six hundred I have attended. 
I've been to a NASCAR race since like 2011, 2010. The last race yeah. I went to was when Martin Martin Truex Jr. led like almost his entire left. day. Yeah. Yeah. I would guarantee you last race I'd been to, Dale Earnhardt was still alive. Jesus Christ, Darren. Yeah. I, I and and both times I've went to a I've went to a race was Lowe's Motor Speedway, Charlotte. It's not even called Lowe's Motor Speedway anymore. Yeah, I know, but it was when I went. That that's that's how long it's been. When did they? Uh, I don't think Dale was still was alive when they named it Lowe's Motor Speedway. Well, then it was something before. Did they name it? You mean they named it before? No, I was definitely. Let's see how how old was that? Yeah. My my baby, oh, bro- yeah. I'd say my youngest brother wasn't even born yet. He was born no two. Yeah. Okay. So baby February nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. And they had yeah, it so for I- ten years. Damn. So yeah, I think I w- I think I definitely went because it was ninety nine was when we moved out of North Carolina. When, when, Wait, what? I didn't know you lived uh, out here. I, I was born in uh in Fayetteville, right outside of Bragg, because oh, my I'm dad sorry. was stationed there. I'm sorry. Um, I then, learned that when then, we went to the Patriots game. Yeah, and then Michael was born on base. Uh, they didn't, and, and uh, they wouldn't even tell the mom or dad what gender he was going to be. They wouldn't wow. tell him. Uh, wow. I, some, I, to, the way moms mentioned it was, quote unquote, legal. They didn't want to get sued if they were wrong or something like that. I don't, uh-huh. I don't, I, I don't know for sure. I have to revisit the story. Uh, but long story short, yeah, they didn't know uh, if he was that's, going to be a boy or a girl. That's very strange. Ve- yeah, very. But did they have a name picked out in case he was like? I, 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 I imagine they had. I imagine they had a, a name for picked out for both. Yeah. Michelle. Because Michael, if if neither of you are aware, Michael's middle name is Dale, and obviously the answer praise is, hell, praise is Dale. pretty obvious. Yeah, the obvious. I, did, I didn't know that actually. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. So, so the answer why is quite obvious, because <laughs> both of them were Dale on Hot fans. <laughs> I can't um, picture I, your mom as a racing fan. She, I, I she really watched. Uh, she uh, she had very strong opinions of early Jeff Gordon. She she <laughs> thought he was, she thought he was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought he was going somewhere else with that. No, no, she thought he was an asshole. Um, and she, and at the time, she blamed it on his current wife because she was apparently a bitch. The next time I see you, Mom, I will never see you in the same context, in the same context again. <laughs> I swear to God, I will never see that moment the same uh, way in my life. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, we've also made trips to the, I mean, when I was as just as young, to the NASCAR Hall of Fame and all that stuff. And I have a picture with Bobby Labonte. Oh, do you? Yeah, I like I, Bobby Labonte. Um, I think, He's very I think I humble. Have a picture with both Labonte's, but at different times. Um, I'd have to ask mom about that, but I know the pictures exist because it's like uh, I've seen proof. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't have a picture with an with an NASCAR driver, but I have I have an autographed hat. Oh, and, Bobby Allison or Davy Allison, uh, one of the two, and then uh, I have a signed UPS like promotional stuff from Dale Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad shipped with UPS for a while. He knew someone who could get him. Uh, so he, huh. I think he knew a guy who knew a guy who could get it. Yeah. Basically, I, I somewhere on my desk, I have a uh, some two two things actually the Dale Jarrett sign. Now, so I go because before Jimmy Johnson, he was my favorite driver. So drive the drive the truck. 
if I remember correctly, my my dad's brother went. Uh, he um, after high school, he actually went to the NASCAR Institute and did stuff there and got uh, oh, or, or, or he did something associated with them. I can't remember, but he he works for he works on buses. But uh, I'm pretty sure he has some ties to some. Inst- I'd have to clar- clarify because it's been a while since I've since I've asked him about it. Is he invited to your wedding? Um, I <laughs> don't have no. I say I don't have. Um, I'm not basically doing any of the extended family just of how small it is. Mm. Uh, the wedding is, yeah. It's even more ironic. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, look at that. <laughs> it's like extended family. Like the, it's basically just the g- close group of friends and then the immediate family because yeah. you know weddings are expensive. Yeah, and smart to smart yeah. to not bring fifth Uncle Joe. Yeah, you've only seen but Uncle like, Joe's cool. Mm-hmm. And like, there's just like if I named off all the family that could have been invited that I would have loved to invite. Oh boy. We'd have been, we might yeah. be tripling the wedding size. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it, it's it was it's tough. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can always do what I did just to get married at the courthouse. For a very brief moment, we actually toyed with that idea. It was so much easier. <laughs> I bet. Like I nobody, bet. the only person that knew that we'd get married was I think my mom and my wife's mom. I think that's it. <laughs> Because primarily, because my mom can see my location, so she's like, she's like, Josh, well, why are you in? <laughs> I'm like, not doing nothing. I think my dad would whip me if he found out I did that. <laughs> and then he would put me over his lap, and he would whip me if I did that. Mm. Like, nope, you can't do this. Nope, do it the right way. And at what's the really very, the at the, right at way the very least, though? she's putting up with you if she deserves something nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh shit! Um, let's get back on track, boys. Yes. Let's let's talk about the format for this race because it's it's an interesting format that you don't see a whole lot, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do too. And explain. Oh, I am. Um, so I, I'm doing awesome memory because well, I'm tired. <laughs> um, so. Alright, so Friday night. Qualifying for <clears> the heat race and the all-star open race. Uh basically a pit crew competition on pit road. Which I'm so, so uh, looking forward to. Yes, I am too, because this is the first time they've done that in years, thanks to freaking COVID. Uh, so like that's how they will determine that. And then, well, the, the qualifying round for the all-star race, that is qualified for the, for the heat races. There'll be two heat races Saturday night after the truck series race. Uh, each uh, qualifying heat race is 60 laps. All laps count, so caution and the yellows count. And so one... One race is for the odds, odd numbers. One race is for the even number starting positions. So, like, you'll have one that be like for starting positions one, three, five, seven, nine, and so forth. The other one is for two, four, six, eight, and so forth. Basically, that, the Daytona duels. Yeah, basically, that's basically what it is. It's it's, it's a dual race. 
And so, therefore, you got that. And then you have the All-Star race. The all well, the, the All-Star Open, sorry, is... Uh, it's basically a it's basically a playing race. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, the All Star Open is a hundred laps with a competition break on or around lap forty. All laps count, and they will only get one set of sticker tires. And well, well, I mean, I mean, you, I mean, you'll have the set that you'll start on, then you'll have one additional set in there in your pit box. Um. The top two finishers in the open and the winner of the fan vote transfers to the all-star race. Um, right here, so <clears throat> the drivers that are currently qualified for the all-star race that do not have to race their way, way in is Ross Chastain, Austin Sendrick, Austin Dillon, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Larson, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blade, Chase Briscoe, Chris, Chris Boucher, Martin Truist Jr., Christopher Bell, Joey Logano, Bubba Wallace, William Byron, Eric Jones, Tyler Reddick, Ricky Chenhouse Jr., and Daniel Suarez. <clears throat> Bowman would have been in there, but he's still injured. I mean, if he comes back, I don't think he's going to. So, Josh Berry will be in the open, which I've already put mentioned him that he's already going to win that race. I'd be surprised if he didn't. Wow. Because um, you have Corey LaJoy, Eric Amarola, Chandler Smith, J.J. Yaley, and <laughs> J.J. Every time I see J.J. Yaley, his actual name is not J.J. Yaley. It's, it's very interesting. A.J. Allendinger, <laughs> Harrison Burton, Justin Haley. Wait, yeah. Michael McDowell, Todd Gillen, Ryan Priest, Noah Drexen, Josh Berry, Ryan, Ryan Newman will be in the all-star open race. He will He's in a Rick Ware racing car, so I don't know. I'd like to see him win, but I yeah. Ty Gibbs, Ty Dillon, and Josh Malicki. I'll tell you who I'll pick for that, and it's not Josh Berry. I'll take Ty Gibbs. Yeah, I can see that. His aggressiveness, I think, will serve him well. So now, who do you but, think is going to win the but, fan vote? But, but, I, I will say this. Either his aggressiveness works out well, or he tries to be too aggressive, and because there's no grip at this racetrack, it bites him in the ass. There uh, is no in between. Part of me kind of hopes it bites him in the ass. I'm still kind of petty with over last year. No damn side. But I will be excited to watch the race. I really, I, I thought about going multiple times, but I just didn't feel like driving. Back and forth to Wilkesburg. You know, I, I would love to have gone to this, but tickets are so damn expensive. We'll see. You could have and I get the, it, but you could have got like the whole race pack, whole race weekend package, which is great value for it. So like, oh, the like, I don't think it was even two hundred fifty dollars for the whole race weekend. So I mean, <clears> it was worth it, but I totally get what you're saying. Like, but I, I, I really thought about going, but it just, I don't know. I'll, I'll go next year. If it's still at North Force, what if they have a point race? I'll go to the point race then. <laughs> I hope they but do. It, I, I would love to see it added in the sport full time. Because, like, it's only like an hour and a half, two hour drive up there to Wilkesboro. Oh, that's not um, bad at all. <laughs> I love, I mean, I love living in North Carolina. I know you do. Uh, Best damn choice I've ever made. 
especially the fact that I can see you and get by with it. And yes, Darren, depends on how high the cliff is. Depends on if I'm jumping. <laughs> now, to be to be to be to be more specific, I said a friend. Their friend named Cliff. I mean, how tall is he? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And okay, where am so, I jumping from? <laughs> okay, so, so I was driving when when I was reading your messages, mm. so that's why. Yeah, I, 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 t- I took a very um, Jimmy Neutron approach to it because that's what Jimmy's dad says. Jimmy said, "Now, if all if all of your uh, if your all of your friends would name Cliff or something like that, damn it! I, my, I, as soon as I go to say it, my brain goes dumb. But um, yeah, it's a Jimmy Neutron reference. Mm. Oh, okay." That makes sense. No, if all of your friends were named Cliff, would you jump off of them? Yes. Yeah. Probably. And I can Why spread not? the load. I have to do it against. After I don't have to make poor one poor guy feel all that bad. I can just do it to everyone. But so yeah. See? And I was only like doing ninety, ninety-one. Maybe don't admit that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't. Uh, okay. But the weird thing is, once he reached that speed, you know how hard it is to keep going that fast? Yes. Like, it's weird. I can do that to about 85, 80, 86, and it'll stay there. But once I hit that 89, 90, you, you have to stay in it to, to, to go that fast. Like, you have to be like, yeah, or you'll just drop back down. It's, it's weird how musicals <clears throat> work. I mean, to, to, to add to that point of how it's weird how vehicles work, the new Camrys, they have a hybrid version of the Camrys. And my friend, my, my, my co-worker just uh, got one because his car, um, the axle literally split in half while he was driving. That's um, terrifying. Uh, so, um, so he was talking to me about it. The, the hybrid Camrys... And they look pretty nice too. Um, Fifty miles per gallon, like that stuff you expect out of a little Chevy Aveo, like those little tiny, tiny things. And the fact that like Toyota's out here developing full-size sedans that get that uh, great of fuel efficiency is insane. That's impressive as hell. Yeah. See, okay. I will always so I'm perfectly okay with them making hybrids. Hybrids are great. Like I've driven a few of them. They're they're kind of, kind of cool actually. But that's where I draw a line. I don't like an electric vehicle. I like a hybrid. Here's the here's the even crazier thing about that that I think ties into this. From now, I didn't look too deep into this, but I, I know he did his research, is why he's buying the car. Yeah. The reason why a lot of the, the Toyota cars are getting the, of super efficient, even the trucks are getting crazy efficient, um, is because, well, obviously Toyota is a, is a, a, has ties to racing. Uh, the Le Mans. Yep. They've put a crap ton of, of R&D into crazy efficient engines to be more competitive at Le Mans. And uh, to my understanding, they generally do pretty well, Toyota vehicles do. They're, Unfortunately. And they're, they're pushing that research into their consumer cars. Yep. Which is, which is just, you know, wonderful. You know what I mean? If you, can, if you can develop it and be successful, they'll push it to the consumer. But see, the one thing about those hybrid electrics that they're running in Le Mans, 
it's because it, it was a big story about this year during the Rolex 24 at Daytona. If if the wiring messes up while you're in that car, you are SOL. Like, I mean, you could say that about any car, though. If the wiring no, messes up in any car, no, like, no, like it's to the point where nobody else can touch the vehicle. You mean the just a general grounding issue? I yeah, mean, that just sounds like. We engineered uh, to ground properly. Like, you know, no, it's something to do with how those those cars are made. Like, oh, I let me see if I don't know if I can find it. Uh, I don't know if I can find it. I remember them talking about it, <clears throat> but it was just really interesting. Hmm. Let's see. Well, speaking of which, they had record crowds for the Girl Let's 24 this year, actually. All right, then. All right, y'all, y'all continue talking about something. I was, I, was, I was getting ready for the schedule game just because I, I love pl- – I really do love playing that game. It's so fun. Let's see. Josh must be like, what the hell did I get myself into? Do I need a beer? No. Yeah, kind of fun. Well, either way, there was something with that that made him really dangerous, but they were really cool. Like they was so. I, I'll just kind of pick on this a little bit, so because when you brought it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll, that'll be something I'll, we'll talk about next week. But anyways, we we, we can go to the daily pickums. Yay! I love this game. Okay, so it's time to play everyone's favorite season-ending game show, the schedule game. I'm holding my pen up like it's a microphone because <laughs> I have whimsy. That and I've literally been wa- I, I literally watched a documentary on the history of game shows last night, so I'm kind of really feeling it. Do you, uh, are you feeling it, Mr. Krabs? I feel in a warm spot. <laughs> <laughs> so here's how we play. I will give you... We're going to go through <clears throat> each team scheduled the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots. And since they overlap, we'll just fill in the Steelers gap on the Patriots schedule when we come to it. Uh, we'll do the Steelers first. Yes. And basically, the idea here is I tell you the game. I tell you the game, and you say who wins, do the Steelers win it or not? And the end, we'll tally up and we'll see who we, what records we think these two teams will have. So, let's see here. Okay, so, we'll start with this first. <clears throat> Pittsburgh Steelers regular season only. Home to the San Francisco 49ers, week one. Mm. I miss one. I don't care who goes first. Just speak it. I say we'll win. Uh... And then the reason why I say that is when it comes to playing at home, we're always really good at home games for some reason. Hmm. I will say they lose that game for the simple fact that Going across the country to San Francisco doesn't mean near yeah. as much to anyone in week one. If it was later on in the year, I'd, I'd give it to Pittsburgh, but 
I, I can't give it to them right off the bat. I just can't. I I I'm I'm lightly leaning San Francisco, but I think it could go either way. Um, because it, it depends on if they'll if San Francisco is leaning Trey Lance, then I I might be inclined to give it to Pittsburgh. But if they I, go, I've heard every reason to believe it's going to be uh, what's his name, yeah. Brock Purdy. Yeah, if it's Purdy, then I I shift it to their favor just slightly. But it's it's a very slight like five percent shift either way, to be honest. I don't know what to put for that. I'm keeping Mark down here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, assuming it's Pody, I'll give it to San Francisco, but just slightly. Okay, fair enough. All right, week two, home with the Cleveland Browns on Monday Night Football. I think we, we don't win that. Going here. If, if we don't win that, I, um, I agree. Um, the, I give it to Pittsburgh, and anything else is, a, is an embarrassment. And actually, I... I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. J.J. Watt will get three sacks on Deshaun Watson. You mean T.J. Watt? Whatever. <laughs> I'm tired. Leave me alone. I mean, if J.J. does, that's pretty impressive because it means you brought him out of retirement. Yeah. Hey, there's always and, that chance. And, and he bought a soccer team that's playing in the Premier League next year. He's kind of busy now. <laughs> that don't mean shit. <laughs> At the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday Night Football. So two straight primetime games for the Steelers. Going I out say to we'll, Vegas in a short week. I say we'll beat them because we beat them last year. I have seen no indication to believe what the Raiders are doing is going to work. I like Garoppolo, yeah. but I just don't know anything yet. So I'm going to give it to mm-hmm. the Steelers. I, I agree. I was, even with Garoppolo, I, I still think the Wait, Raiders... Wait, Jimmy went to... Yep. Yeah, yeah. He, he signed a... Pretty, he... Good, pretty good deal. Yeah, a pretty, pretty solid deal. See, I don't know all the stuff that goes on. That's why they don't like, let me know. <laughs> I mean, we oh, that, do have a group chat. That was, I think that was before. That was before. We, that might yeah. have been before. Yeah. Like, that was, was quite, that was like very close. That's, that's, uh, that's a while ago. That was very, almost immediately after the Super Bowl, right before that. I can't remember yeah, how. Yeah, it was like right, yeah. Yeah, it was oh, quite right. well, well, I mean, guys, y'all remember something here. I forget everything. <laughs> I know. Uh, let's see here. Second road trip of the year for the Steelers going to the Houston Texans. Uh, they're winning that. Uh huh. I give that to yep, one hundred percent. So, um, so right now we're starting out like three and one or four and zero. I'll take that. The last game before the bye week is home for the Baltimore Ravens. We're gonna win that. Just I don't even care. We 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 will win that game. Just because I hate Baltimore. I- <laughs> And it's at Baltimore. Okay. No, um, it's in Pittsburgh. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm looking at the one. I looked at it the wrong way. Yeah. So, um, I th- I think Pittsburgh could get it. I'll give it to the Steelers because it's in Pittsburgh. If it was in Baltimore, I'd go mm-hmm. different way, but I'll give it to the Steelers. So I guess yeah. in this case, you are too. Yeah. All right. So yes, Josh has them five and zero. Oh. Darren and I have them four and one in the bye week. After that, they go to the Rams. The Rams are not as good as you think they are, given given the Steelers. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they I, even with Cooper Cup being back and uh and and Matt Stafford prob- uh, presumably healthy, I you'll have to prove it to me before that point. And 
we're not playing the how far are they along in the season game. We're playing the how do we think right now. So as it stands right now, give me Pittsburgh. Yay. It's an over five and one. I will take it. Next one up, home to the Jacksonville Jaguars. That that's gonna be a good game. I As, feel like. Um, I really don't know who who will win that game. If Jacksonville remains as hot as they they ended the season, that that they stand a chance to win that. So I'd I'd lean yeah. towards them. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Jacksonville just because they because they can if they play good. Yeah. So you know, I, okay. I, I I'm I'm worried about this, the the Jags in this instance. Late October, early November is not exactly warm in Pittsburgh. And yeah, the Jags have proven they can run on the road, but there's always the concern with me about a warm weather team mm-hmm. playing a, their first game in really bitter temperatures or what it could be. So I'm actually going to give that one to the Steelers just because I don't know how the Jags will They might be fine, but they also might not be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, put me as undecided on that one. I only watched that as a loss. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. And I'm writing in pen, so. Uh, uh, fair <laughs> enough. Short week, Titans come in on a Thursday night. <laughs> Well, if they play like how they did last season, the last half of the season, uh, Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pittsburgh's going to win. I mean, with with they're trying to get rid of Tannehill, and I don't even remember who is going to fill that slot. Um, it's the kid out of Kentucky, Will Levis, probably. Oh, um, whether it's Malik Willis, uh, which they have Willis too, right? Yes. Um, yeah, neither of those two scream – uh, anything to me, and I no one sold on Will Levis, so definitely not. And even with Tannehill, I would say they still they'd have a better chance, but again, Tannehill's more of a manager than he is a game, a, a, a big game maker. So, yeah, Pittsburgh. What was that, uh, seven and one, seven and two? Uh, seven and one, yeah. Sweet. Green Bay Packers come to town. After this, the Jordan Love show rolls into town. Give Pretty sure Steelers. Pittsburgh played against Jordan Love before, and I think we beat them. So I'm going to go give me the Steelers on that one. I'm approaching it with this, with this thing. The Packers might be good, but they got to show me first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? I I feel like some of these are are going to be like Missouri, the the show mm. me state. Yeah, yeah, good one. Look at me making jokes again. Darren, what saves you? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know why Green Bay goes and gives Jordan Love a hefty extension. Uh, yeah, g- give Pittsburgh. <laughs> I I feel like I feel like this is killing Darren. No, no, not at all. I, you, 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 you un, uh, I don't hate Pittsburgh by by any by any way. Like, I know, but just um, just the way you like, said that, it's just like, uh, give like me more, Pittsburgh. It's more of a like these like these teams got to give me a reason, and you, you no matter what it, what it is, Mike Tomlin's the coach, 
I mean, he's shown the he's shown that last season that it doesn't matter where we're in, I'm gonna turn it around. They could have had a losing season last year, and they damn near was on the verge of it. But he made sure that didn't happen. And we almost made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if like if nothing else, even if I don't know have much faith in else anything else in that team, I have faith that Mike Tomlin will will make sure that the team has something to to fight about. Mm-hmm. He's a good coach. Without a then, doubt. Then they're going to Cleveland, and they're winning in Cleveland, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Yep. And I feel like it'll be another... I'll give him two sacks for JJ. TJ. Damn it, I did it again. I <laughs> you know, you know, you can interchange them at base. It doesn't make a difference. You're still yeah, getting I mean, creamed. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. He's right. <laughs> Now, here's the, here's the big one. The weekend of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. at Cincinnati. At Cincy? Give, I'm giving it to Cincy. I mean, I'd give it to Cincy, I think, either way on this one. So would I. Yeah. Is that give it? it to, give it to the Bengals ah. for now. Now, first, L's across the board. Arizona comes in December 3rd. They're beating the Cardinals' asses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's gonna be another three sack game for TJ. Look at me, I find out damn name right. There we go. And <laughs> now here's the fun one: Thursday, December seventh, the New England Patriots come to town. We're gonna beat the New England Patriots. Uh, dear, what do we think of this game? I I'm genuinely not sure. I'm uh, not either. I mean, shit. The, the I have faith in the having an offensive coordinator having made the moves, um, and it, the 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 downside is you're playing in Pittsburgh. Exactly. Um, it's but like obviously my bias accounts for like five percent of the of the of the shift, uh, at least ten percent of the shift. Uh, it's it, it genuinely could go either way though. So here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll even agree with that. It can go either way, but I feel like Pittsburgh will, will win by like a field goal yeah. or like some, like some two point conversion last yeah. minute. Kenny Pickett drive to, uh, damn it, uh, who the hell is his? <sighs> you got Pickett, Pickens. Pickens, yeah. George Pickens, I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be some last minute drive. Kind of like how Antonio Brown did that. Hell, I don't know how many damn years ago it's been now. When he like reached over the goal line and secured the uh, Pittsburgh's way into, I think, I think that was for the playoffs or the division or something. Went into the went into the division. So, so that's what I think. That's how how that's gonna be. Uh, how that's gonna unfold. I, I I definitely think it'll be a close one. Like if any if if anything. If, the with the faith I have in the the improvements off season improvements just on paper, I give it a field goal New England, but it could also be a but just as easily be a field goal or close or pit. It's good. I think it's going to be a close game no matter what. I do too. And here's the thing: I, you can say the same about both teams, but Darren, you and I have seen this. What happens in December in New England? The defense shows up and they run the ball, and they yeah. win. 
Yeah, the, the defense is in December. I, I just something about I think the offense will have figured itself out by then, and then we'll start really like I think Mac Jones is going to have a bounce back year because he'll actually have a competent play caller. Mm-hmm. I, I like the depth in the running back room, I like the depth in the receiver room, especially with Juju. Uh, <clears throat> so and then the defense, no matter how good well they start out, they always find a way to do the to play lockdown D in December. This is a field goal game, but I still think of the Patriots for that reason. But I'm with you too. I wouldn't be shocked if it goes field goal to Pittsburgh. I truly wouldn't be. And I don't think I'd be disappointed about it either. Because it'd probably be like, you know what? It was a yeah. it was a good game and we just didn't do enough to win. I, I really think that's how it's gonna be. I'm just saying this now. If Pittsburgh win, I'm gonna be a cocky son of a bitch. I am just telling <laughs> you that now. It, it, it's a if Pittsburgh a wins. I'm not sending you a link. I'm only sending it to Darren. <laughs> it, Darren, it would be a payback. You gotta send it's it been, to me. It's been a handful of. It's been a handful of, of times since Pittsburgh had a victory over New England, hasn't it? Yeah. It's like been I. A while. Yeah. Like I the the one like I remember. And I, I don't mean to say this to, to be rubbing in, but I remember my freshman year of college when it was like the, the New England put up like 50 plus. But it was it mm-hmm. like Pittsburgh fought back too. It was like they put up 30. So it wasn't like a blowout per se. Uh, they, I remember they that game. Um, I was very pissed at that but game. I, I, and the reason why I remember that is because I was sitting there with another friend, and uh, uh, he's a Seahawks fan. And we were just like, oh, there's a game on tonight. Let's pay attention to this, to then to whatever the hell else we were doing that day that we had, they were obligated to be at. Uh, <laughs> Illegal shenanigans. These, no, it was perfectly legal sh- shenanigans. It wasn't even shenanigans. It was just a boring meeting of some sort that we had to be at. The Steelers <laughs> have not beaten the Patriots since 2018. Yeah. Really? I actually thought it had been longer than that. Not even going to lie. It was 2011, the last time you were thinking of. Yeah, that's. I, for, I entirely forgot that they, they that Pittsburgh won in 18. Why did I forget? How do I forget that? Honestly, I forgot, I forgot that too. We all forgot that one. And I mean, I, I mean, I'm the Pittsburgh fan here. <laughs> the game you're thinking of with the Patriots put up a lot of points was 2019, 33 to three. Final game yeah. in which Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger played yeah. of the in the series. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right, let's move on. Yeah. After the Patriots, let's... the Steelers go to the Colts and they beat the Colts. We don't rock mm-hmm. them Colts. I agree. And. And uh, TJ's going to get two sacks that game. <laughs> December 23rd, two days before Christmas, Cincinnati comes in. We beat Cincinnati. Four, 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 the last home game of the season. Last we, home game of the season. We, I feel like we'll beat Cincinnati on that day. I can't give it to him. I really can't. I, I would love to, the reason I why I say that is because a lot of times when people <clears throat> come to town, they choke. I know. I've watched the Flyers choke at the Penguins before. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying that we'll probably win that game. I feel like we will sweep our home games against the AFC North. I stand by my audio comment that whether it was home or away, I, I give it to Cincinnati. But I think it will be closer in Pittsburgh. Um, But... How's this? I, 
Oops, sorry, again. How's this for a New Year's Eve game at Seattle, flying all the way across the country <laughs> on New Year's Eve to fight the Seahawks? Wait, I thought we played Kansas City this year. Nope. Thank Patriots God. play Kansas City we this do. year. <laughs> Thank we, God. we get the glory of the ass whooping. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, good. All right, so we were going to play Seattle. I think we'll beat them because uh, I just feel like we will. Uh, but I think I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a back and forth. It's going to be a battle of who gets the ball last. All right, Darren? I think Seattle's made some really important uh, improvements on the defensive side. And not only that, they maintain Geno, which is very good. Um, But I think the defensive improvements are are what make it. Mm. And and being in Seattle, you know, the... The are going to be in a festive mood. Yeah, the Legion of Boom may be no more, but they're trying to make 2.0, and the 12s, they may, they add to that. Um, I do, I still, I, I will agree, though, that I it, I think it will also be a, a back-and-forth game. Uh, but I think it shifts to Seattle. And I've got one more here for you. At the Baltimore Ravens to end the season. Uh, uh. I have them losing. Because going out to Seattle and flying back across the country, this game is technically on Sunday, but it should be mm-hmm. moved uh, to Saturday. I don't like flying across country and then flying back to Pittsburgh and then going the ball. I don't like that at all. That that yeah. seems lost to me. And I mean, yeah. this one, and, and even then, this one stands to have you know in, uh, division title playoff implications, implications. for sure. At the very like, least, a, at the very least, a wild card. Yeah, at the very least. Um, and again, being in Baltimore, I think that I think that that splits the. Did I say? Yeah, I said Pittsburgh yeah. wins, but uh, when Baltimore comes in, mm-hmm. um, so I think it splits the series. Uh, the home team wins each one. All right, Josh, you're the last one. Mm. <clears throat> See, my thing is. Well, I've said this a few times. Anytime we play AFC North football, it's always a close game. Very rarely does it go out of control. Uh, I'm going to play as a tie. Okay. Yeah, that is an entirely vi- viable option that uh, most of the time we neglect to to utilize in the schedule game. <laughs> yep, I'm going to play as a tie because quite honestly, I don't know who will win that game. Like, I really want to pitch... pitch Pittsburgh, and not because I'm a Pittsburgh fan, but because I feel like Kenny Pickett is going to become the next Big Ben and be able to like do these last minute, uh, two basically two minute drills to win the game. He had two of them last year back to back. I think I think he had three all together. So that's why I'm going with that. Totally fair reasons. Okay, Josh has the Steelers going fourteen two and one. Derek mm-hmm. has them going ten and seven, and I have them going eleven and six. Not bad, not bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, all of a them, playoff team, regardless. All of them, definitely, yeah, one hundred percent a playoff team. Um, you you definitely won't see the the slip up of last season. No, no, that's that's in the past. No, 
Like as long as old Kenny Pickett doesn't throw any pickets, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> That's the kind of joke I took out of me, not you. Oh well. <laughs> I I'm I'm sleepy, so And now we switch to America's team, the New England Patriots. Oh bullshit. <laughs> It's literally yeah. got Patriots. That is not the, the American team. That's the Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, they may, there. They the may have the, is... they they literally are called that, but we all know damn well that the Cowboys don't mean shit. <laughs> I mean that might be true. Yeah. But in, in, in literal terms, yes, you're right. <laughs> but no, no offense to you guys, the only people that like the Patriots. Is the Patriots fans? No offense <laughs> I, to you guys. I feel like that's lessening because the team isn't that good anymore. People are like, you know, this isn't half bad. Like, <laughs> the only people good, a lot of these people hate because they 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 couldn't beat us. That's what it was. It was like you all stop winning. No, I know. No, no, that's not that's not how it works. Our job no, is to I, win. It's your job to beat us. No, I still don't even like the Patriots to this day. I don't care. Tom Brady's been retired. He'll be retired for a year now. Well, next next year he'll be retired for a year. And he hasn't been in, up there in New England in like three years. I still don't like the New, New England Patriots. He will be there for the first game of the season against the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? As they uh, honor him as a thank you Tom Day in, in, in Foxborough. So, Darren, I'll, That's let gonna be interesting. Go, I'll let you go first on this one. Darren and I will go first on these ones, and then Josh will fill out because it is our team. That's so, uh, Darren, you get the first pick. Patriots um, at uh, Eagles at Patriots. Excuse me. I I don't want to say Eagles, but at the same time, like, uh, I mean, opening day in most regards doesn't tend to work out very well for New England. No, uh, especially after a Super Bowl. Not that they want to. Not that they did anything with a Super Bowl, but in the, in the event that they did, it never works out. Um. So I mean, so simply because of that, I'm just gonna I'm gonna give it to Eagles. I don't want to, but I have the same logic. It's you know, th- there are so many unknowns about the Patriots' offense in particular, and the Eagles' defense. Yes, they lost a bunch of names, and what really comes down to is who is who figures themselves out more: the Patriots' coaching staff to its new players, or the Eagles' players to their new coaching staff. Whoever mm-hmm. makes that transition the best wins the game. Yeah. And right now, I, I just I don't know. So I'll go Philadelphia because I have more information about what they will be than I do what the Patriots will be. I don't want to believe it. I'm I'm gagging at this. <laughs> I have to. Yeah. But but this is the I mean this is straight up like as unbiased as possible, we want them to. We want them to win and go seventeen and zero. But to, at the beginning of the season against a team who just came out of the Super Bowl, despite that, I mean, like neither of us believe they're going back. But we damn well know that they're significantly better than where New England stands at, at right now. Right. And like, give me give me Philadelphia middle of the season. I think New England beats them. Oh yeah. Beginning right, of the season. Game- I don't game, think so. If this game is played October 10th, I give the Patriots. Yeah. But it's not. Josh, yes. I think I, I have a feeling I know where you're going with this. Or who you're going with here. Who, who's the team again? Just so you can refresh my memory. Uh, fuck. <laughs> it's the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. 
<laughs> All right, the Dolphins. The Dolphins come to Gillette Stadium on Sunday Night Football. Dolphins, y'all. For some reason, the Patriots can't beat the damn Dolphins in Miami. We can get them in yeah. New England uh, in December. We don't do well against them in New England in September, though, for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, they, it, I think I think they. Uh, this is speaking of that. They, is is Tua coming back? Yeah, yeah he had contemplated. He, now he, he's the starting quarterback. Yeah, he openly admitted to contemplating retirement, though, which is as we've all, as both at least Lucas and I have said, if you've contemplated it, you should have. Um, yeah, but okay. I'm going to. I th- I think I'm actually going to give it to New England. I am too, just because I I. I Look, the Dolphins have been up and down, up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to make of this team yet. Yeah. I really don't. And I don't know that I can – I certainly can't figure that out in week one. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let me think. Hold on. Uh, I might... Excuse me. Damn. Well, righty then. And on the scientific coaching burping scale right that was yes, a sir. solid six. That was a solid six. <laughs> I still don't give it a four, but okay. <laughs> I'm feeling generous today. <laughs> but um, Dolphins versus Patriots. I wish I. Um, you're up. You're up. Something up real quick. I have it. Yeah, but let me hold on. Let me, y'all talk or do something. <laughs> I mean. I mean, we're going to come on. I know what's going to happen. We're going to come on here week one, and we're going to overreact to everything because everyone does, no matter if they want to or not. So if the Dolphins win that game in, the, in their week one game, the Patriots losing. I'm like, well, I don't know, but it's it's a very weird time because I try actively to avoid overreacting because I hate it, but at the same time, I'm human. So we're all humans. Okay, so the New England Patriots leads the series 38-19-0. I didn't realize it was that big. Yeah. I really didn't realize it was we doubled them up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> New England has scored 1,365 points. Miami Dolphins has scored 1020. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. Well, that's so, that when the Dolphins chronically sucking falls right into the Patriots winning, like, every damn thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Only two yeah. teams to win okay. uh, and, seventeen games and, in the NFL season. And, and this thirty-eight nineteen, this is this is when this is when the Dolphins came to came to y'all's house. So you know what? No, I think the Dolphins win in overtime. Okay, right, that, that, that's fair. It's not something either Darren and I want, but it's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Fair pick. Week three. We get to pay Aaron Rodgers a visit as we go to the New York Jets. And <laughs> I don't know about you, Darren, but I have this philosophy on this. Until the Jets prove it, they are still the New York Jets. Give me the Patriots. I, will, in no regard, will ever pick the New York Jets. And I also do simply do not believe, even with Aaron Rodgers, they're, they're going to be that good. Um, simple as that. <laughs> simple as that. Hey, so... 
Can I burn South Buffalo on something? If you tell me the Jets get off this podcast. No, well, no. <laughs> no, no, actually, no, I think that will get them the first time. But, so, who do you think leads the series between the Miami Dolphins and Patriots? Overall, I'd say the Dolphins. Yep, 60-55-0. No ties. It's not that surprising, to be honest. We have never tied the Dolphins, and Bill Belichick has never had a tie in his coaching career. Yeah, that's Not once has Belichick tied a game. Really? I thought he did once. Nope, came close. Never actually did it. Oh. Who wins, Jets, Jets, Patriots, Josh? Patriots. Okay. That time. Week four, we get to go to the Dallas Cowboys. This, I, I, I on the one hand, I, I like <clears throat> the Cowboys, but I, the, you, you lose Cullen Moore. As offensive coordinator, it's now Mike McCarthy. I, I like Dak, but I don't know that I really like Dak. I don't know that I really trust Tony Pollard as the feature back coming mm-hmm. off of an injury. They've lost some guys at receiver. The defense is so good, but there's a lot of questions on offense. This is a tough one to call for me. It's Patriots win it. I, I give it to New England because I think they they've made more improvements – and Dallas has probably, I, I don't, I don't think Dallas has improved given over the off season. I can agree with that. I, and, I was asking the Patriots yeah. too. Yeah, I can agree with that. So, and the last time they met, it was pretty close too. Yeah, uh, I think Dallas won it, but team. yeah, and that was it was a sub Patriots team. Yeah. So what's the record for Patriots right now? You have them at two and two. We have them at three and one. Okay. Next week, we come home for the New Orleans Saints. I'm not convinced Derek Carr is all that great, and I don't know about the rest of the, of the Saints all, a Saints team. Give me the Patriots. Yeah, I I mean I agree. It's that's gonna be a good game. It's an already bad team, and they they made a few improvements, and I I don't think I don't think they'll get them. I think Patriots get it. But not by a lot, though. I say by a touchdown. Okay. All right. All right. Then we go to Vegas. Thank. Can we get Jacoby Myers to do what he did against the Raiders to us this time? Mm-hmm. Please. 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 <laughs> it's basically Patriots East versus Patriots West at this point. Yeah, uh, it, it was what like ten different people yeah. previously associated with New England in in Vegas right now. Mm-hmm. I still say we beat them though. I I I, I want the revenge, uh, and that's if nothing else, that's my only motivation. This one's purely <laughs> revenge. Give it to me. Do we win mm. in Vegas, Josh? Yes, you do. Yay. By, by two touchdowns. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Sunday, October 22nd, the Buffalo Bills come to Foxborough. And the Buffalo Bills build, y'all. As I, 
I, I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm still, they're, they're without a doubt, still a team to beat in the East. Until um, someone proves otherwise. Yeah. And yeah. And I don't think they stand a chance. I don't either. <laughs> then we go to Miami. And if you follow this podcast or follow the NFL, any length of time, the Patriots simply do not win in Miami, and they don't this time. I agree. I it, it, they split the series. Do we get the win in Miami, Josh? Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, shut up, just no. Uh, okay. Chance to get back on track against the Washington Commanders. I don't care who you are. Damn. Uh, um, what's his name? Who's the who's the Sam Howe is not mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. No, so um, so you know how many times the Miami Dolphins has won against y'all in Dolphin territory? It's not pretty. It's not pretty for us. 41, 17, and zero. I told you it wasn't pretty. Y'all, y'all are gonna get dolphin raped. We don't do well in Miami. It, it, <laughs> for whatever reason, we don't win down there. Yeah, Miami yeah, Dolphins have scored a little over 1,400 points. Y'all have only scored a little over 1,100 points. What did I thought, honestly? I mean, I hate to say it. <clears throat> Did we beat Washington, Josh? We moved on. Uh, it's in New England. It's in New England? Yeah. So I'm I'm using, I can't say the word, the S word, uh, the distant. No, you can't. Uh, I'm using that. We we moved on. We're not talking about my name anymore. We're moving on. I know. I know. I'm I'm using that to to make my pitch. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Because, Because I found a website that is helping me. Oh, okay. Uh, Let's see here. (laughs) I'm going to pit the Tommies. Hmm. Because they actually lead the series 6-5 and and 0. Hmm. All right. Darren, (laughs) uh, pack your lederhosen. We're going to Germany. (laughs) When we play the Indianapolis Colts in Frankfurt. We are beating the Colts in Frankfurt. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I I also agree. But I'm also going to look up their record. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I say y'all's going to double up on them. I, I, I say y'all, I say the score will be 28 to 3. After the bye week, we go to the New York Giants. Belichick going back to his kind of old stopping grounds. I, I, um... I. I'm not like I, I like Dayball, but something about a second year head coach doesn't normally work out in the NFL. Give me a Patriots by a squeaker. I agree. I agree. Uh let's see. That shit the last time y'all played them, Tom Brady was still playing for y'all. Mm-hmm. Wait, no. The last time, 20, we, oh, the Giants. Okay, yeah, yeah. Has it really been that long since we played the Giants? Mm-hmm. 
that's script. It's like it's been long, been shorter than that. Let me think. We're old, Darren. What was the Giants' records last year? Um, like nine and eight, ten and ten and seven, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, who who's their quarterback from that series? And Daniel Jones. They still got Jones, yeah. And isn't y'all talking about Matt Jones? Uh-huh. So it's the battle of the Joneses. <laughs> yeah. Have to keep up. Uh, Which is I'm also, picking... funny enough, my mom's maiden name. Huh. I'm, I am picking DJ. I'm going with, with the Giants. Sorry, okay. guys. I, mean, I, I, promise, a... I promise I'm not picking these out of spite. <laughs> I am picking these out of factual information from the football database. We asked you to be honest, so. Uh, Then the Chargers come into town. Uh, Y'all will win. Historically, we do beat the Chargers pretty good, actually. Yeah. Generally, yeah, I agree. 27-15-2. Against? The Chargers. Okay. Thursday against the Steelers. Well, we all know what happened. The Steelers win. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and then after that on a Monday, so we get a long week. Mm-hmm. And the reward we get for the long week is a home game with Kansas City. You know mm-hmm. what? Y'all can beat Kansas City. I, I would, want your drugs, Josh. I would love no, nothing more. Uh because Patrick Mahomes don't play doesn't play as well on the road. But he plays lights out in December. Yeah. Never mm-hmm. lost a December game. But I feel like this thing's gonna be a snow game. And so therefore I I I honestly do believe that the Patriots will, will win. It would be and a it, very nice it, late it, birthday present for me. Because that's like right after my is, birthday. The thing is it will not be a blowout. It's gonna be by one point, maybe two points, maybe three. Now, here's the thing. If we can if if they manage to blow the Chiefs out. God help you that episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna call in that. I'm just called in that that week. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm guessing you're gonna take the Chiefs then, Darren. Yes. I would love to say the Patriots, but I can't. It's the Chiefs all the way. The thing is, the Chiefs can't win every damn game. So they can and they can win this game though. Yeah. Well, okay, fair. Yeah, Tom but, Brady's not walking. Tom Brady's not getting under center in this game. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I think old MJ will do a little bit better this year. So he didn't do much worse than he did last year, and then he wasn't all that bad. It was everything around him that was bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's, he himself was not bad. Yeah, that's why I'm picking y'all to win that game. Christmas Eve, nighttime. In Denver, as you're waiting for old Saint Nick, you can guzzle down his milk and cookies while you watch the Patriots and the and the Broncos, which I probably will end up doing. Uh, I think we get the Broncos because I am not. I, I like Sean Payton. Don't like much else about the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I. I it, it'll take if if he's gonna turn it around, he's not gonna do it in one season. Uh, he's a damn good coach. He ain't a magic man. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'll I'll give it to I'll give it to New England. 
Who wins, Josh? Patriots, Broncos. Uh, well, let me just pull up the history of y'all. Denver Broncos leads that series 31-23-0. But I do certainly believe that y'all will beat them because y'all won. Oh, wait, no, y'all lost last time y'all played them. 18 to 12. Um, 2020. 2020. Oh, yeah, that's right. 18 to 12. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Was the, that was the all field goal game, wasn't it? Yeah. That was that, that was that one had a field goal. And then, no, that was the game where Cam, Cam fumbled in the, like, the last of the last drive of the game, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, that's right. Yeah. We don't talk about the Cam season. So, yeah. yeah that, we pretty much, that season that, that never happened. <laughs> you know, that really bothered me. Cam Newton's a hell of a quarterback, but I don't know what happened to him. I think he just got beat up too much. Well, if you remember, he he coming before he got to the Patriots, he was coming off of a uh, a Lefranc surgery. So yeah. th- like the um like the the arch of your foot. So mm-hmm. that that if any that when you are primarily running quarterback and you rely on your your feet, that 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 affects you. Yeah. And then I when you come to a system that doesn't use running quarterbacks. But it did then, and it was working. At first. Yeah. But I think what really screwed him was that they tried to rely too much on it in the first like, in September. Mm-hmm. I, I really think if they had spread the workload out amongst the running back group, which at that point wasn't, you know, all world, but it certainly could have carried the load. Yeah. I, I, I think things could have turned out a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we had the point where they literally – could have beaten Seattle. They should have beaten Seattle. This, yeah, they there was there were a lot of should haves. Could have would have should haves that season, and it would have all turned around. Yep. But a lot of the could haves fell on some failures of of Newton. And then there's the game where they beat the Ravens, and I still don't know how because the Ravens forgot they were in a two minute drill. Yeah, that was that was a wild one. I'm like, keep doing it, but. Why? <laughs> uh, yep. See, I give it oh. to New England against Denver. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. I, I am rubbing my pretend magic eight ball. It says that the great value ponies will not win. Against the against the New England Patriots. Sweet. Then we go to Buffalo on New Year's Eve, and there is no way in hell we're winning that game. Yeah, yeah y'all didn't get yeah yeah y'all didn't get a nice steaming pile of Buffalo. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, y'all ain't winning shit that that week. Last game of the season, the New York Jets come to Gillette Stadium, and they are not winning that game either. And Rodgers wins. <laughs> and then that that week, y'all ain't gonna like me. <laughs> Lucas, you still there? What? Yeah. <laughs> I'll just make sure I didn't get booted. <clears throat> I assume you're picking the Patriots there. Of course. <laughs> All right. So I'm sorry. I just really want the Jets to just to beat y'all just once. <laughs> it's because it's at this point it would be 19 straight coming into this game that New England's won something like that. Some something ungodly like that. Yeah, number. It's, it's it's really a lot more. Than it should be. 
Yeah. But the professional football team is a lot more than it should be. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all's record ain't that Uh Yeah, we've owned their asses overall. Yeah. I mean, before Not Tom really. Brady... Bef- before Tom Brady uh, left New England, Buffalo had like three wins on on that like during Tom Brady's tenure, like three wins against New England in the twenty years Brady was there. Like Buffalo was was New England's bitch. <laughs> I mean, the entire AFC East was, but <laughs> the entire AFC. Was the entire what? Yeah. <laughs> when when did uh when did uh Brady's Tom Brady last season to the was. Tw- Two thousand. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh damn, he. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so he... y'all. Okay, so y'all lost the nine eleven game, ten fifteen game of two thousand. So y'all lost those two games. Uh, y'all lost the first game <clears throat> in two thousand one. Uh, you lost the game in two to the the uh, December game. Y'all lost. In 2006, 11, 12, I think that's when he messed up his ACL. No, that was 2008. Okay. Uh, in 2008, y'all <laughs> lost an overtime to them. 2009, y'all lost. Uh, 2010, y'all lost. Uh, 2011, y'all lost to them. Let's see. 2013, y'all lost in overtime. 2015, y'all lost in overtime. And then since that game in 12-27-2015, y'all have won every game. So, two, four, six, eight, nine. Oh. There's more games than that. I, I can't count. There was an ad that had them, you know, spread apart. A record between y'all two. Is it like a blowout? 73-54-1. and one. 71-53-1. and 73-54-1. I'm looking at Pro Football Reference, and it's seventy-one fifty-three and one. Hmm. Which well, database which, says seventy-three fifty-four and one out of one hundred twenty-eight games, including three postseason games. Oh, okay, then I'm not counting postseason. Uh, yeah. But still, it's we've won. It's the six sixty-seven <clears throat> winning percentage. We've won two-thirds of the games against the Jets. Yeah, I would consider that to be owning their asses. <clears throat> I want to <clears throat> look at. The, um, something y'all check. The final records uh, for each of us: the Patriots, Darren and I have been going twelve and five, and Josh has been going eight and nine. I feel like mine's more realistic. We came like, up I here like... and, uh, we came up here. We've come up here and said like twelve and five, eleven and six before, and we've been proven wrong. So, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, we've also They've been around it. We've not been that far off. Mm-hmm. So. How the hell did I get to that? Oh, there we go. So the Green Bay Packers has beat the Bears. It's 105, 95, and 6. And that's including two postseason games. Hmm. So here's the question for you for you all. I almost said Yins, but I didn't. We talk about we'll talk about the Steelers. Who have the Patriots played? Who have the who have the Patriots have the most wins over overall? Like the whole franchise. Oh, I don't know. Who have the Patriots beaten the most? 
Uh, I mean, I guess it would have to be a division rival. Yes. Um. Uh, I actually, because of the fact that they went pretty much twenty years of never losing to Buffalo, I I feel like that padded the stats. Correct. They have beaten the Bills a total of 77 times in 127 tries. Holy shit. Yeah. Damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Buffalo decided they were going to get some revenge. (laughs) It's the way that they gotten it. Conversely, who have the Patriots beaten the fewest amount of times? Pittsburgh. No. The answer will surprise you. It's like, uh, probably the Arizona NFC Cardinals. No. Arizona Cardinals, so. Good good guess, but no. Not You're right, Darren. It is an NFC team. I mean, um, it, does the team still exist? Yes. Okay. Green Bay. No. no. That's strike two, Josh. I'm trying to roll through the... We'll see them in my brain here. Uh, I don't have any logic to my to my rambling through here. I'm just kind of trying to think of them in my all of them uh, right off the bat. Uh, fuck it, Atlanta. No, close though. Carolina. Ah. they're four and four against them all time. Yeah, because they're like the one of the newest teams in the league. I mean, that yeah, that was one of the other things I was thinking of. It was either a team that doesn't exist or a team that's relatively new. And and then I was like, wait a second. You... The last time y'all <laughs> lost to the Carolina Panthers was 2017. Y'all beat uh, – y'all lost by a field goal, 33-30 final score. And then we beat them like 20-10 to 10 in 2021. 24-6. 24-6. Uh, yeah. Right. I was at that game and I got the score wrong. <laughs> uh, and then 2013, uh, y'all y'all lost 20 to 24. Uh, y'all lost to them in 2005, 17 to 27. Then y'all lost in overtime in their first season, 1995. Uh, 20 to 17. But we also got a Super Bowl victory over them. Yes, 32-29. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, now, right the head coach right now is Frank Reich. He yep. threw the first pass in Panthers franchise history. Mm-hmm. Yep, I knew that. And I, yet they and, uh, and here they are. They gave him the keys to the franchise, and like that's probably not going to work out for you. But you do you. Yeah, I am The I doubt it. the The Charlotte area has faith in him. Uh, I'm going on. I'm just playing around on uh, college football reference. Explain to me how West Virginia Wesleyan is on this list, but Concord isn't. This Concord is a shit show. Well. Sorry, I just don't like Concord. I have my reasons. I know you do. I'm looking at WVU, though. I was looking at... uh, Okay, here's a here's a, here's a question for for y'all. What you, you know? What 
I'm just going to throw out a number, and I want you to guess how much, whether it's whether I'm lowballing it or not. WVU's all-time record in, in, in football. 650 total wins. Do they have more or do they have less? Mm. No cheating, Josh. I'm not. I'm just going to say less. Okay, less he says. What more. says Josh? More. more. Josh is right. West Virginia's overall record is 684, <laughs> 463, and 41. No way. But in bowl games, they are they are a lousy sixteen and twenty three. That's odd. They have been ranked so, eighteen times in the preseason, twenty times in the final rankings, and they have spent a total of three hundred and six weeks ranked. So I have a question then. What? So Wikipedia has them at seven six nine five thirteen and forty five. But then Sports Reference has them at 684, 463, and 41. I would go with Sports Reference over Wikipedia myself. But but it just makes me curious on how they got – and this was through the 2021 season. Let's see what the university themselves has because hmm. they have – Oh, no, this is counting back all the way to 1891. Okay, then, yeah, that's yeah. – uh, I'm going – Sports Reference goes to 1909. Yeah. So, yeah, there's the difference. So, yeah. So, okay. So, we're both right. Let's see. WVU Stats has a football team at games. There, I mean, our, our, so in 1891, we went over. Yeah, we lost to Washington Jefferson 72 uh, 0. We had no team in 92. We. Our first win in season was eighteen ninety three. We went two and one. I mean, really, WU's not been a bad team on some days. Like we went in nineteen twenty two, we went ten 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 zero and one, and we won. Huh? It's only we could do that now. Mm-hmm. I wonder when that last damn in 1960 we went 08 and 2. I'm okay. saying when when was our last good winning season? Here, here's a here's a question for you. Here's another trivia question. The most wins all time for WVU was against Pitt, 40. Beat Chip Pitt. Who who is the who do they have the second most wins against all time in football? <clears throat> Either Marshall or Virginia Tech. Uh, no, Marshall them only played like ten times. Alright. And Virginia Tech, I think they have an overall losing record against. No, they have a winning record against Tech. Oh, do they? Uh, yeah. what team am I thinking of then? Uh I'm thinking of another team. Um A lot of teams actually. Yeah. Yeah. There's just <laughs> one particular one that I'm thinking like that, that we that I don't think we play anymore. That I was probably probably Miami or Boston College. Yeah. Yeah, I know we I know we we have a losing record Paris. against them and Penn State and things like that. Uh, Marshall so, has played West Virginia Josh twelve times. West Virginia has never lost to Marshall. Mm-hmm. Oh, we oh we haven't. 
Nope. Yep. There was the one time we almost did, but but uh, Gino they rallied him. Gino rattled them two straight ninety yard drives. I was up there. I was up at my neighbor's house watching it with him, and we and he was just the entire time he was like, "Oh lordy, this might be the you," <laughs> and I and I'm and I'm not kidding you when he said it in that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I I want your official guesses, boys. We got stuff to do. Uh, Syracuse is his guess. Good one, but no. Cincinnati. Cincinnati, also good guess. No, uh, Darian, Syracuse is actually the team you're thinking of. They have a 27-34-0 record against Syracuse. Mm-hmm. That's the team you're thinking of, a losing record. We don't play them anymore. Uh, the team is Rutgers. West mm. Virginia is 33-4-2 uh, against Rutgers. Holy cow. We beat the shit out of them. <clears throat> Haven't played since 2011, though. But and we're thirty twenty two and one against Virginia Tech. Yep. Oh, that's right. There was just a there was a period of time where Virginia Tech had a massive win streak mm-hmm. over WVU. That's that was specifically what I was thinking of. Yep. Um. Yeah. But it's ours now, baby. The the, the the Big Twelve school we have the most wins against. Not counting Cincinnati because they're not technically in the league yet. Is Kansas ten mm-hmm. and two against Probably. the Jayhawks? <laughs> then it's Baylor, TCU, Iowa State, Kansas you know, State, Texas we Tech, are... Texas, Oklahoma State, uh, Oklahoma. <laughs> The two years, the two years we lose to Kansas are the two years we basically were the bitches of the Big Twelve. Pretty much, like they, we they just changed if roles. If West Virginia loses to Kansas, it's a bad year. That's basically what it is. Yeah. If they lose to Kansas, bad. Yeah. Okay, so uh, who have we lost the most to? Out of okay, wait, let me rephrase this. What team that we have never beaten and we have lost the most games to? <sighs> so we okay, so we've never beaten it all. It's gonna be It's gonna be a four way tie, so Jesus. I'll give half half points. I don't know. I really don't never beaten. Hmm. One of them is uh, one of my favorite teams. Uh, well, I was going to say Bama, because I know you like Bama, uh, but I was going to say Bama was one of them. Uh, we, we've we only played them once, and we lost once. That's about okay. to be 0-3 in a few years. Yeah. I, 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 didn't know, so. I, didn't, I didn't know if they'd played them anymore before that. Uh, okay, so it's probably not them then. Okay. <laughs> um, Uh, I'm trying to rel- rel- ramble off four random names. Nope, never mind. I was going to say George. I was like, wait, no, we've beaten George. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, that was a fun night, wasn't it? <laughs> you damn right it was. Yeah, I got no idea. So, so okay, so we play Detroit Mercy four years in a row from 1929-1932. We, have, we lost all four games. And if I'm looking at it right, they scored 94 points against us, and we only scored 20. Let's get them now, though. Actually, we They're probably not even a team anymore. 
And for the basketball team, tell the basketball kids to join up and play football. Uh, okay. All right. So this next team, we have only scored 12 points against them, and they have scored 64 against us. Last time we played them was 1942, and we played them four years in a row as well, 1938 1942. Michigan State. Mm. All right. Now, here's here's my favorite team. One of my favorite teams. I, I think I like five or six different college football teams. We played this school, this school, this school four times in between the years of 1988 and 2001. We we have scored 87 points against them. They have scored 131 against us. Give me the fight, the fighting Irish. We have never won a game against Notre Dame. That I did not know. I mean, obviously, I knew we lost the natty to them, uh, but I didn't know we'd never beat them. Yep. I didn't know we played them as recently as 2001. Yep. Um... And the last school that we have played against them four times and never beat them, 53 scored we, – we have scored 53 points towards them. They have whipped our ass by scoring 128. Wisconsin. But now we have been playing them – the last the first time we played them was 1933. The last time we played them was 2003. On Wisconsin. Yep. So, right there's the four the four schools that we have never beat, and we played league. two of which I said three of which we would never beat now. Well, mm-hmm. just as it stands, they're a better program. Oh, okay, fair. If you think yeah. West Virginia would beat Notre Dame, you're crazy. I Michigan feel like we could. Wisconsin and Michigan State's a toss up, but Wisconsin would 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 we could beat them. Those and beat our asses. We could beat Wisconsin. I feel like. What Wisconsin are you watching? I just it doesn't matter if they're any given Saturday. In, in my in my honest opinion. You're not wrong, but at the same time, facts are facts. Yeah. Based on the, the the given twins, there's no reason to truly believe that they would outside of a miracle of them just, oh, happening to win. Wisconsin so there's, there's always the chance to just randomly up. win, but I don't think new, uh, that if you give them head-to-head right now, they, they, they would do it. This will be the year to do it, though. Yeah. If you get Wisconsin in a bowl game, like if that happens this year, get them now. Because Luke Fickle was in his first year there, it'll take him a year to really get things going. Even with the transfer portal, it takes those guys time to gel. If mm-hmm. you're going to get Wisconsin, this is the year to do it. Yep. And quite frankly, if Wisconsin <clears throat> falls to a bowl game that we're in, they're not that good anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, question: Did you say how many games we beat Pittsburgh? Uh, we've beaten them forty times. We're forty sixty-three and. Several ties. Okay, so, so because on sports reference, it has us winning 35 times out of 94 games. We lost 56 times in three ties. I was on the university's website. I was on WVU stats. I wonder if this is going back way back. Yeah, well, no, this is going back to 1909. <laughs> so this says right, games 94, wins 35, losses 56, and ties three. 
But that's not counting. That's well, that's 1909. That's not counting uh, the 1890 stuff prior to 1909. So Fair. think about that. Yeah, that's um, also true. Anyway, let's move on to what we learned because we're oh my god, we're over two hours into this thing. Let's keep it moving, guys. Um, I get distracted. I know, and it was fun, but we still have things to do. I'll start first, and yeah, it's, it's 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 a little bit of a not necessarily what I learned so much as it's just me reflecting on something. This past week, I mentioned the Flight ninety three Memorial uh, in in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, uh, which is where Flight ninety three on nine eleven uh, crashed. The uh, the passengers commandeered the aircraft after the terrorists commandeered the aircraft, and they brought it down in the Pennsylvania field. And I had a moment there. I mean, I, I was only five when I let it happen. So I, I, I <clears> remember like a few still shots of being in kindergarten when it happened. I'm not, you know, most of what I learned from it, I learned from watching stuff on it after I was old enough to comprehend it. But I do remember that day. <clears> and so it was really kind of a, a thing because when we got there, there was like a middle school group uh, uh, unloading tour buses there. And I'm guessing they were on like their end of the year trip or something like that. And it, I had this moment where it kind of occurred to me that for, for them, this is as much history as it is Pearl Har- as Pearl Harbor is. Mm-hmm. Because they weren't born when this happened. They weren't alive for it. And it, that really was kind of a, a very poignant moment for me because I realized that I was. And, I, oh. and it wasn't a sense of, oh my God, I'm old, it's that I was alive for one of the turning points in not only U.S. history, but in world history as well. And it really kind of dawned on me then, almost for the, fir- like for the first time again. It was really just a very, it was a very poignant thing. And then, I, I'm not going to lie, I almost cried many times while I was there, looking at the memorials <laughs> and seeing the spot where the plane went down, which they had marked by a boulder. Uh, in the field, it was really just a very touching experience, and I, I'm always kind of worried when I see younger kids at a memorial site because I'm wondering if they're going to treat it as as a memorial. Uh, and 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 I say that because my mom, uh, dad tells the story sometimes when my when he and my, uh, my mom were on their honeymoon in Hawaii, they went to Pearl Harbor, and there was a group of uh, Japanese student uh, kids. Who were yeah. really kind of disrespecting where they were? They were disrespecting <clears throat> as a memorial site, and she kind of spoke up and was like, "Look, I don't know if this means anything to you, but it does to the people who like you know. No, this is a grave site. You respect it." And I was really, I'm not one to like, oh, I'm going to judge these kids, but I was really impressed with how those <clears throat> kids handled being. They were very respectful. I didn't hear a whole lot of loud talking or anything. They were. It was. There was some talking, and that's fine, but it was a lot of reflection. And I, it was really, it was a big group. So when you have all the normal people coming to visit, plus this big group, it gets kind of tight in the visitor center, and they have the displays. And I ran into a few people as a result, and you could tell these kids were really kind of emotional looking at this. And so it was nice to see people really kind of, I don't even want to say like taking an interest, although they were taking an interest in what they were what they were looking at. But it was really nice to see them respecting it, and and really it, it kind of it made my experience more enjoyable because they're looking at this with with, with the respect thing, 
Uh, and then, of course, yeah, like I said, the the whole I realized I was alive for that incident, even though I don't remember much about it. I still mm-hmm. realized I was alive for it, and it really kind of hit me. It was just, it was a very poignant and very interesting time, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. I had a joke about something, but I'll tell you later. Okay. Not, not, not about nine eleven. Well, I guess it was, I guess you could tie it to that, just given the fact what you said, but uh, and about what you said, but uh, I will say that for off air because it's a little fucked up, but I think it's funny. I have a horrible sense of humor. I know you do. Uh, <clears throat> Darren. Uh. So the one the one thing I learned is more of a a bit of a mini kind of a large news story um last week the an fda a panel of fda advisors uh voted to endorse and rather this is when, when the fda advisors make recommendations generally the fda follows suit and takes those recommendations uh but as it stands they've it is simply a recommendation uh the advisors recommended a version of oral birth control pills to be made available over the counter without a prescription. Uh, this being specifically, so there are two. There are two versions of the birth control pill: one with one horm- uh, hormone, one with a combination of hormones, um, progesterone and, and estrogen. Then the other one is just progesterone. Um, the single uh, the the single hormone is an is basically the older version of the pill. It's still available. Um, they have recommended that this be made available over the counter, and really the the main difference in terms of efficacy and side effects are that the single hormone pill has fewer documented side effects. Um, more importantly, ones like you would typically hear of high, uh, would increased risk of blood clots, etc. Um, that is not as prevalent in the single hormone pill. Um, but the the one downside is, and this is the problem with any any medication in general, is just patient um, uh, adherence to to the prescription um, or lack thereof. But the the single hormone pill is more susceptible to failure, even if you take it daily, if you're not taking it at the exact same time every day or basically the same time frame every day. Um, so huh. if, if you have failed to, if you wake up and go, Oh shit, I forgot to take it at seven and maybe it's 10 o'clock. Um, now that doesn't mean like if it happens once it's, but if it's a consistent basis, then you're more likely, it's more likely to fail. Is uh, that, is that the case with other stuff too? Or like, can it be applied to general medicine? Or there are there are certain medications. That, that it, it depends. It depends on a lot of them. Some of them are susceptible to other medications. So, for example, uh, Liz is ha, takes a thyroid medication. It's a, it's just a synthetic thyroid hormone. You you can't take that at the same time as a birth control pill because they it will lower its efficacy. 
um, I, I believe both of them will lower each other's efficacy. So the hormone pill for the thyroid will not be as effective, and the birth control pill will be less effective. Huh. So they, they basically will uh, fight each other for, for receptors and all that stuff and do biological they will fight. They will literally battle each other. Uh, literally biological warfare. Um, so they will get in each other's way of getting to their proper places. Um, so what you have to do is you have to take them a certain amount of time. She has to. She sets an alarm for four thirty in the morning to take that uh, the home, uh, the th- thyroid pill, and then she. Uh, you can't. Uh, you also some of them you can't eat. You can't take at the same time as eating. Uh, you all are aware of the the grapefruit and 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 heart medication um thing i'm not actually uh, and i probably should be it's uh oh, like you can't take them at the, like you can't take them at the same time like there's certain heart medications that you can't i think it's uh certain blood thinner or something like that. i can't remember oh shit I, my, my, I knew the answer right and then again my it's stuck in my brain until i mention it Luckily, but um like fun fact broccoli funny. can inter- can interfere with certain medications that I'm, was something i learned not long uh not too long ago I knew certain greens cooked. And um, I have to vitamin K in my blood thinner. I have to really watch it. Um, and greens are very literally very high in vitamin K. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there, are, there are a lot of medications that are time dependent, or they are you can't take them a certain time uh, in a certain time period of another, and things of that sort. Or something you can't eat. Within that time period, like I th- believe the thyroid pills, even the same way you can't have eaten within a certain point, I think. Um, some of them you have to take, you know, food, etc. Um, but uh, it, in the case of this birth control pill, it, it is more susceptible to if you have shifted time frames frequently, uh, then it will have less efficacy. Doesn't mean it won't work entirely, it just means it is less likely to, to work as intended. Um, so to quickly wrap that up, uh, the UK already has two brands of pill available uh, without a prescription. The only requirement is you have actually had a conversation with a pharmacist of like just the general how-tos um, with them. Um, but the US is expected to, in the next few months, uh, the FDA is expected to actually approve an over-the-counter birth control pill. Hmm. Um, which this pill's already existed for a long time. It has just always been required to have a prescription. Yeah, I feel like stuff like that should never have to be uh, not OTC. Yeah, yeah I, like, I think I think like having if I can buy like oops. like Schedule One drugs, like like. Well, I think some and stuff has drugs to make like meth. Uh, Sudafed and shit like that. Yeah. Like, if I can buy Sudafed across the fucking counter, a chick should be able to buy birth control across the fucking counter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do agree with the with the UK's uh, uh, approach to it, though, in that they like, listen, if you're going to do it, you should at least be have the conversation with the person you know with the pharmacist uh, like not saying you could be prescribed it of course but it's just like this is these are the like, risks like you should like be aware least, but yeah, at least you can say i was aware of the risk when i took when i, when I bought it yeah like they, they talk you through the pamphlet cover their asses and like okay look yeah 
we warned you about this. You can't say we didn't tell you. Mm-hmm. It's like because because you you can say we we gave you the information on the back of the prescription or on the back of the bottle like you do on uh, on any of them to tell you hey here's how you take it here's when not to but you're not guaranteeing people read it but at least when you're chatting with a pharmacist about it especially when you're talking about hormones like you the, these are hormones that you're prescribed that that are being given the only thing i would say is i would hope that wouldn't happen like in line like i would hope they have a separate room oh yeah yeah for sure can talk about i don't want the next person behind me waiting to get their blood thinner to hear what i'm talking about yeah yeah i would have to imagine there's some sort of privacy uh in the in the uk's uh implementation of it i I would have to imagine i would hope so yes yeah Maybe go in that blue police public call box with this strange man having to get out of. Ah, so he, here's the uh, mechanism by which grapefruit juice works, uh, or, or doesn't work in this case. Uh, uh, many, or there's an enzyme called CYP3A4 in the small intestine. I knew it was an enzyme. I just, I, I can't be bothered to memorize all those <laughs> enzyme names. Um, and grapefruit juice can block that enzyme's action. Therefore, the enzyme can't break down the drug because it's being blocked, actively blocked by the by the grapefruit um, uh, uh, molecules. Uh, the particular. Lucky uh, me, I don't like grapefruit or associated <laughs> juices. <laughs> so, uh, hey Josh, I know you know. I know what you're gonna say. You don't mean really. You know, I have anything you learned. But I got something you learned. What? Two words. Heritage units. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So CSS is finally making damn heritage units. It only took them 35 million years. Uh, so the first one they make was a B&O. Because to be fair, that, is, that was the first railroad that makes up CSS. First railroad Branded, in the country. Yeah. Granted, it was. In the yeah, granted, it was bought by CNO, but still, it was the first railroad, and it is numbered eighteen twenty-seven. And there are more coming. It seems like CSX is going for to renumber the locomotives based on the uh, based on the year that the railroad was founded. Which, which I'm really, I'm cool with that. I am too. I I love it. It's 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 kind of it's kind of a mixture. <clears throat> if you, I, I understand me describing what a locomotive looks like is going to be kind of having to do a podcast, but just hear me out on this. The if you look up a, a CSX locomotive, it has a gold nose and a blue, pretty much everything else. Uh, mm-hmm. That the front of the engine stays the same, the cab stays the same, but behind the cab is a little fade between the cab and then the paint scheme of whatever railroad we're honoring in 1827's case, the Baltimore and Ohio. And it's supposed to make it look like the CSX is pulling its history behind it. And I, and a lot of people really hated that because they're like, paint it in the full Bino scheme or don't do anything at all. <clears throat> I disagree with that. I think, Damn, it, I think it looks really, really good and I love the concept. Because if you think about it, that's exactly what CSX is doing or any modern railroad is doing. It's the exact same thing. I was out today and I was talking to people about how the uh, CNO was completed in 1873 uh, on the New River at Hawksnest. And I was saying that, you know, 
Then you remember the Gorge Bridge has been here for like 50 years. The railroad's been here for 150. Every time a coal train rolls through, yeah, it's got CSA tensions on it, but it's basically the same coal trains as the CNO ran. It's just maybe originating at a different location, but it's carrying the same basic commodity. It's doing the exact same thing. It's continuing the tradition. That's all it is. I love what yep. CSX is doing. I can't wait to see the best of them. I know yeah, I commandeered but... your thing, but I did have that opinion. Uh, that you're fine. You, you actually said what I was going to say. I'm also tired, so my brain's not working. I just wonder when we're going to get the next one. I know it's kind of greedy, but at the same time, it's not necessarily like, oh, I need it. It's just like, I'm curious to see what the next one is, and when it, and when it comes out, I want to know what it looks like. Right? So, like, I've already seen this one, therefore I want to see more. <laughs> so, and it'll take him a while. I'd say this will, will take up most of the next few months. Game B's engines painted and then released in the in the service. The B and O one is currently on a train bound for Russell, Kentucky, which is an old C and O yard. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm hoping that engine gets cut off and sent east through the New River Gorge. I know I won't get that lucky, but I'm really hoping it. I'm being really you, selfish. You, I hope I hope it gets thrown onto a Mount Holly ethanol train. I did in this instance take the foreign power off. I don't care. Put yeah. the CSX engine on. Yeah, like I'm just like, which is very possible because they they always add an engine when they when that train comes through town. Well, like when it comes yep. through Russell. Mm-hmm. I Russell was, loves either adding or pulling power. I would shit myself if they put that on there. You would shit yourself if it was a DPU. I don't care. It, it, I know it, like I, I will call off work. I would like no. I'm I'm not working that day. Yeah, I will go to Mount Holly, set up the switch, and wait. I know you will. Um, but yeah, it's it's really. I'm like I said. I'm I'm always hopeful when I see something cool like that gets cut off. And here's the thing: the last time it happened, it did happen. Thirty-one ninety-four came up on that same manifest, and what did they do? They cut it off in Russell and put it on a coal train. Is not unheard of. Mm-mm. Not likely, but it's not unheard of. And if it can't go up New River, put it on the train to Grafton. Love of God, let it ride on B&O rails. <clears throat> at least, you know, it'll be, a lot of it will go through there at some point in its, in its operating life. But at the same time, it's like, that would be really cool. Especially, especially when it's clean. Yeah, it's that's still true. Shiny. Yeah, yeah, that's a very valid point. While Tachi still got some shine to it, man, the whole town would come out for that now, wouldn't they? Oh yeah, you'd have the. I don't even know if Grafton has its own paper. I don't think they do. But if they <clears> did, <throat> paper would be out there for it. Oh, probably. Especially if they parked it in the yard of the engine complex. Man, could you imagine if that thing got cut off into like Grafton Pilfer Service for like? Like a month. I hope it doesn't because then that means you'll catch it before me. Sorry, I'm. I'm no, a selfish I probably asshole. won't because well, it depends on how that happens. Because every train going east from Grafton gets helpers. Yeah. Everything. So everything goes to Cumberland, or yeah, coming up the up the mountain grade to Kaiser, gets uh, gets helpers. So it just depends on how what train it is. If it's loads, then they 
may or may not run them down the Huntington and then over and down. They may run them up to like Ashland, Virginia and down. Just depends on how they want to do it. Yeah. Either way, the stuff is cool and I can't wait to see more. Especially the rumored CSX 1973 chassis system. Yeah. I swear to God, if if I catch that train, I am going to take my dog with me. As well you should. Yes. And if I had a cat and it was named Chessie, I wish I wouldn't take the cat because the cat would be like, why the hell am I here? Yeah, you might get scratched. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you're freaking out. Doesn't mean I have to. Like, give me the... No. <laughs> anyway, that's our show for today because it's almost 10. These guys have to get to bed and I'm kind of tired too. So Yeah, I'd have to be up by 4 o'clock. Why did you come on then? <laughs> oh my god, there's a motherfucking spider! Oh, hell no! Go kill that spider. We'll be doing this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't like spiders. I don't either. This has been season 3, episode 36 of Science. Die, Fiction. motherfucker! Die! Die! Motherfuckers! Die! This has been Season 3, Episode 36 of the Scientific Coaching Podcast. For Josh and Darren, I'm Lucas. Thank you so much for listening this season. We'll be back with you in July. Until oh, shit. We'll be back sooner than that. I won't let it die. We'll Thou shalt that- not be infringed. We'll have that discussion, but we'll have it over the course of the next week. Until next time, whenever it is, thanks for listening. Darren, take us home. Adiós, everybody.